The following podcast is recorded and produced by Emerge, a media creators co-op, in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. So it's Jules Houston. His name was good. Welcome back to the Virtuosos. All right. So uh, first of all, I want to start off by saying thank you guys for the support on all social medias for sharing, you know, our our videos, sharing our our posts and things like that. We appreciate that. Uh, We got two announcements. First of all, we are trying to get the episode two of Loki uh, reaction video cleared, and um, we are not going to be reacting to Loki episode three together. Uh, unless y'all want me to come down here by myself, you know, I'm not here bracket, but so we are not gonna have Loki episode three reaction tomorrow, which means we're gonna miss uh, we're gonna miss Victor Timely or something crazy yeah, tonight. 100%. We're yep, definitely so. gonna end up missing something important because every time we do something like this, we miss something important. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but you know, after episode two, it's like I mean, you keep dropping stuff like that. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good on missing a week. So we're gonna go ahead and start off with. One of my favorite shows that I've watched ever, Invincible. They dropped the trailer. I made a TikTok video about it. The trailer looked amazing. Season looks like it's going to be epic. So I already spoke on it on the Virtual Souls TikTok. So we're going to start with you, Jules. How do you feel about it? What did you see? What did you like about it? What did you dislike about it? Um. So first and foremost, um, you did make the video. And I remember watching it. I was just like leaving work. And I was telling people at work, like, yo, watch this trailer. Like, it was actually, like, a really, really good trailer. Like, mm-hmm. and if you were excited for, you know, season two, you know, it seemed like it's going to take a different direction than most of it's expected. But I don't know, man. There's a lot of stuff in there, a lot of red mm-hmm. herons, a lot of, you know, symbolism, a lot of foreshadowing towards you know, what we're going to get. And the development of Mark is very, very important. You know, uh, they do got some things they got to close up, obviously, with Omni-Man and whatnot. But this... um these um I'm sorry uh, multiverse storylines I had a problem with that first at first I was so against yeah. the multiverse stuff I'm like I don't care about it I watch trailer I love it you know what I'm saying it, it, some people do it right some people do it like Marvel you know what I'm saying so um there I think they're gonna do it right and you know that one final final thing that was shown was that Mark was saying that you guys have no hope just give up. You know, the stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's definitely going to be another universe. And when, if we get stuff like that, we get episodes, like, strictly in one universe to make you actually attached to that, that's going to be really, really good. Mm-hmm. So, Dame, um, your thoughts on it? How do you feel about it? Um, it definitely looks good. I mean, I, I kind of see where um, I didn't – I expected them to kind of go away from the Omni-Man stuff a little bit. It's probably something they attached at the end of the season, mm-hmm. lead up to season three. Season three is going to be coming, like, right after season two drops, basically, is – how Robert Kirkman made it seem. Um, the trailer was definitely pretty cool. It's good to see Adam Eve back. There's some new characters being shown now. Um, it seems like Mark's going to have beef with the head of that, the the government agency. I forget his name from the last one. It was on that was trying to kill Omni-Man uh, towards Cecil, the end. Cecil? Of, uh, things that, yeah. Mm-hmm. He seemed like he was going to be like the antagonist of the season from what it's, you know, from the trailer. Mm-hmm. Or at least being Mark's antagonist. It seems like there's multiple. you got the multiverse guy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if the mark at the end is, and I didn't even think about that when I watched the trailer. If it was a multiverse mark, I thought it was going to be like some type of ploy by the shapeshifter. Yep. That was like what I first thought of was like maybe it's that shapeshifter guy. He's doing this as Mark to try to you know make that the world be. turn on Mark or something mm -hmm. like that. You know where he ends up becoming the antagonist. But I am really excited. The first season of Invincible is some of the best animated work ever put out, and I'm ready to build on the story with uh, season two. Yeah, because I'm like when Mark said that, then I'm like, bro, you're not that good to be mm -mm. seeing that. Like, yeah, yo, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? The Mahler twins with Immortal, they could really beat you. Yeah, bro. Like, yeah. yeah. And he was also like, getting work in that trailer too. Well, like, he was like, the Mahler twins was literally killing him. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, yo, you get about a solid three, four people, bro. We could beat you. Like, you're not on <laughs> man. Chill. You know what I'm saying? So next topic we're gonna talk about is we we touched on a little bit of gaming here at the Virtuosos, and Spider-Man game is gonna be dropping at midnight tonight. Some people are already playing it. Some people already got videos out or whatever about it. Uh, me personally, I bought a whole PlayStation for this game. Uh, you know, being a content creator, I want to drop content on it. Um, I think it'll be a fun walkthrough for me and my people. So, uh, you know, these guys, they, they've been had Xboxes and PlayStations. So, Jules, um, how excited are you with the game? Do you see anything that you're interested in? And um, It seems like there's a lot of things going on at once, which is always good for a video game to have multiple storylines and all, stuff all come together at once. Um, the fact that you can play as both characters, that's like, mm -hmm. like obviously just head and shoulders above both games. Um, the city is bigger. You know, the map is more open now. Um, I remember I had a problem because I remember I telling David like, "Yo, I got a brick." He's like, "What do you mean you got a brick? Like, I got a brick console." Like, shit, yeah, bro. Yeah, there was there, there was like, <laughs> like a good like three month period so, where Jules' console didn't work. Dude, so like when I was about to finish it with the game, it would be like super like like the frames would just drop when you were swinging like all the time. I, everything I did, the, the frames <laughs> were dropping. So if if it was I don't know if it was just me or other people, but I'm pretty sure it's just me. Um, if that improves on my end, I'm already good because I just I just like just swinging, going and fighting, and doing like little side missions. But that stopped me from 100 percent because I just could not get past the frame rate. I'm like. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> it looks like Miles, like the, the comic version of Miles. I, like, I, 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 end up, I end up in fucking Queens because <laughs> I couldn't figure that shit out. Shit was fucked. This had me fucked up. So, bro. so damn, I got a question for you, right? So, we talked about it a little bit in the in the Discord yesterday. So, how many times are you gonna use Miles way more than Peter? Right? Are you even gonna use Peter like you uh, bug, bro? We definitely did talk about it last night, and I, I think what why Miles has the advantage. Miles Morales' version of the game, and you know they had the Spider-Man Miles Morales. Just a fun character because of his abilities, you know what I'm saying? Where is anything Peter else? is the traditional. Sp anything no. else? <laughs> you you could handle that one. <laughs> but, We're on the same side of spectrum. <laughs> but no, uh, it's definitely gonna be one of those things. And I, Jules made a good point last night where I wonder if it's just gonna be where you know you could play as either character. Obviously, at any time you could play as them as they showed in the trailers. But if it's just an upgrade tree, you know, okay, I could play Miles for most of the game, upgrade him, and then when I switch to Peter, he gonna be he gonna be ass. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Peter might not put in nowhere. Four. I ain't gonna you know, no, <laughs> no upgrades or nothing like that. But I, I'm really excited for this game, man. Um, I 100% of both Spider-Man Miles Morales and Spider-Man PS4. The story looks insane. I do kind of worry that they might shoot themselves in the foot with too much going on. I don't want to lose out on Venom because they want to put in Sandman. They want to put in Mysterio, as we see. Yeah, when Sandman got... Um you know, introduced, and then they have to that. What's his name? Uh, Mr. Negative, I think. Yeah, well, Mr. Negative's back. Yeah, Mr. There's a character in there that's mm -hmm. like that's like hidden in the shadows. So you never see who Philly is, so there's clearly another surprise in there. I've avoided spoilers so far, and I do think. I mean, from the reviews, it's it's being called the best superhero uh, game ever made. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna trust the reviews it's because. I think it's gonna be better than Ooh, Avengers. Hold on. Yo. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Avengers, oh. that Spider-Man oh. update. Yo, yeah, Spider-Man so updated Avengers. Yo, I was so geeked on Ezra. I'm like, we finally get Spider-Man. 
Bro, I web swinged on three buildings my whole experience. I'm like, yeah, I'm done, he was bro. that clunky looking. I'm you done. Had better, there was better swinging than Lego Spider Man. <laughs> uh, yeah, Lego Spider Man is insane. <laughs> no, yeah, but I'm definitely um I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'll be on there tonight. Me and Jules are going to see Killers of the Flower Moon, and I'll be on that as soon as we yeah, get Yeah, by the time they come back, I'm gonna be done with the game. So <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I, I was thinking about that last night too. I was like, I was like, I'm not partying up with nobody till I beat the game. Oh, like, Ain't nobody about I, to be six yo, missions so, ahead of me. Word. As soon, <laughs> as soon as I joined the Discord, bro, you seen that one mission? No, I swear, like I'm not I'm not going for that, bro. I'm, I'm not done. getting it spoiled for me. <laughs> done. So, next topic, uh, my man's Jules went to a football game oh. Sunday. Right? I don't want to talk about the game. You know what I mean? Because it's gonna it's gonna geek his head up. So, Jules, you want to speak on? You know, you've been to a hundred NFL games already. You know what I'm saying? I don't know the record the Browns then had when the games you went to, but y'all be the undefeated team. So, you know, y'all won. You know, can't say that about my team. So, you wanna go ahead and speak on it? Talk about me. Yeah, 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 yeah. We talking about you, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah. All right, man. So listen, before we get into anything, my Browns are five and one in the games I went to. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But to really get into things, man, I said this last week, man. I said I had no faith in this game. I said I was gonna be home at four thirty. Cleveland's a three and a half hour drive. Football games are three and a half hours. So that tell you how I felt about this game. I thought we was losing that kickoff, and I was I was with um my boy Dre, his his friends. He was like, yo. He said, I'm about to take Browns nine, nine and a half. I'm like, crazy as fuck. <laughs> you crazy nigga for real. <laughs> man, man I was like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. He was like, I, I think I'm going to be real close. And then then I heard, then Suzy walked in. Like, Suzy walked in. We came in pretty late, too. We were just chilling at the car. We walk in. And like, yo, it was a fight out there. Fight out like, who? Like, fans fighting? I was like, nah, like Debo and started with Greg Newsom and Desert Ward. And Trent Williams came over. Oh, of course Trent Williams came over. Care. <laughs> Who cares? I said all they want to do is make they want to make shit personal. That's that's the problem for that. Y'all want to make shit personal. Let's make shit personal. Trent Williams, you ain't do shit out there, all right? You, you ain't doing nothing. Are you were doing all this yap yapping? Sherman had you had you shook, man. How about that, man? Oh, Sherman had you shit. shook. How about that? And George, could you want you want to do uh, fuck Dallas? What about fuck Cleveland? Oh yeah, you were scared. You were scared. Cleveland, Cleveland. Yeah, nah. One catch, one catch. Me and you, me and you, George Kittle, we did the same amount of work. Same amount of work. Crazy work. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie to you. So, <laughs> so all this, all this Christian McCaffrey hype. Shut him down. After first drive, shut him down. Brock Purdy hype. This dude was like, Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy get twenty yards in his sleep. He ain't never played Cleveland. Mm. He ain't never played Cleveland. So we shut, we shut that nigga down. I ain't gonna lie, shut him down. Debo Samuel, he was out the game. And he wasn't gonna do nothing. He a running back. I don't care about him. Brandon Ayuk, shut him down. He ain't gonna do nothing. I ain't gonna lie. Them 49ers, they good. They dealt with a lot of injuries throughout the game. We ain't have Deshaun Watson. We ain't have Nick Chubb. We were out out of our right tackle. You our left tackle, <laughs> our left tackle might be the worst in the business right now. I mean, come on now, like we were missing pieces. We had PJ Walker going out there making some big time throws. Mike would make some big time plays. When Jake Moody missed that field goal at the end, dude, I've never been so happy in my life because it was a 49ers fan in front of us, and he was talking crazy. He was like, "Watch for eight five, eight five, eight five is kiddo." I'm like, "Bro, he ain't doing that all game. He a glorified <laughs> left tackle at this point. That's why they got him on Trent Williams' side. They'd be like, "Oh, Trent Williams doing this on that." Yeah, because George Kittle was helping him the whole game because he couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't handle Miles Garrett one on one. After a while, he was getting beat. But all in all, 49ers I mean, still one of the best teams in the NFL. You ain't got shit on Cleveland. Though. That's what oh, I'm saying. Shit. So, so I ain't gonna lie. He named now nah, that's eleven players on each side of the field. He didn't name ten 30, players yeah, on offense. So I don't know who did something for the Niners. I don't even know how they scored. Dude, but. they 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 dude, they got so lucky, bro. Besides, like I said, the first the first two drives was a Christian McCaffrey. He basically took him all the way down the field. Then PJ Walker threw a pick to Fred Warner. It was at the twenty, and then Jake Booty ended up missing the field goal because we made them lose fifteen yards. So those first two drives, the only time they actually got offense in. But other than that, they really didn't do too much of anything. Mm. 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 Okay. I wish 
<clears throat> my team got to win. Um, <laughs> Caleb Williams news. Speaking of, you know, the Patriots. Caleb Williams news. Um, he came out, or his team came out. I don't know. Some somebody came out and said that Caleb Williams won partial ownership of the team that he's drafted by. Now, I'm not gonna lie. How much Caleb uh, Williams been in the news via saying the teams he'll play for, whether he'll go back to college or not. It's kind of like a player, like I don't know how to call it. A player empowerment. Yeah, player empowerment kind of thing. Where like he's that good of a prospect, you're gonna have to make sacrifices for him. Um, now, me personally, you know, my team probably in the race for him right now. Give him whatever he want. Give him whatever he want. <laughs> if, if he want this wide receiver, go get the wide receiver. If he want this, this ownership, give him ownership. If he want GM, give him the GM. All that. But, nah, for all seriousness, no. Um, Dane, we'll start with you. How do you feel about, you know, Kale Williams being the talent that he is, having player empowerment to that level? No. You don't think so? No. Absolutely. I got a better one. Hell no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hell no. You don't, I don't care how you can. I don't care how great of a product you can go out there and throw seventy touchdowns, zero interceptions, six. I'm not giving you partial ownership as a 22 year old, 23 year old of my of my team. It's just not mm-hmm. going to happen. That's too much power for a player. You've already seen a lot with player influence in any sport. You know, if you're if you're one of the greatest of all time, you get that influence. But I'm not giving you partial ownership as a rookie. To just come mm-hmm. in and own part of the team. That's insane. Because, like, at that rate, if Caleb Williams gets something, I'm, next year in the draft, I might have been a normal pick. I want something yeah, too. Yeah, what's I'm saying? It spirals because as soon as that happens, what's to stop the next great guy from being like, okay, well, I want partial ownership plus this. That's what, yeah. I need like, this. I need that. Like, that's just insane. And you got to think any of the teams that are picking at the top, like, none of them should be willing to do that either way. Like, that, mm-hmm. that should kill Caleb Williams. If, if anything, like, there's no way yeah. that a team should be like, yeah, I got to give this kid partial ownership because, or else he's going to leave. Mm-hmm. It's not worth that. And, and if I'm Sajur Sanders and I wait till twenty uh, the next year after Caleb Williams, I'm like, bro, I need partial ownership and I'll bring my dad in as the coach. You see what I'm saying? Like, stuff like that. Like, it, it, just on, spir- like, it just like, spirals. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, like, Caleb Williams, for as good as he is, and he is a great prospect, he's probably the best one in a long time. But at the same, it's just like, there's just no way. Andrew Luck was the greatest quarterback prospect for a minute when it happened. He didn't ask for nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same, you know, Trevor Lawrence was the most hyped prospect ever when he came, you know, at, since Andrew Luck, when he came out, didn't ask for nothing. You know, so Caleb Williams can't just come out of nowhere and be like, oh, well, you know, I'm doing this, so you got to give me partial ownership. That's ins- that's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If Aaron Rodgers couldn't get it, he shouldn't get it. <laughs> um, To backpack off what you said, I'm not giving him partial ownership. Um, If guys like LeBron James is not getting partial ownership, even if he's late GM, all that, he's not getting partial ownership, Caleb Williams, good luck. Uh, but you be honest, be, you, you, be, you be grateful at this point to be pick number one now because you're talking about – you you want to go certain places, and the last guy that said this off the top of my head that I remember was Josh Rosen. Mm-hmm. Josh Rosen did not want to go to a bad team. He kept saying that, and he, he literally tanked his whole draft stock. Mm-hmm. He ended up going to the Cardinals, and nobody heard from Josh Rosen since UCLA. Like, realistically, let's be honest. Um, so He's so sometimes you're going to be shooting yourself in the foot saying stuff like this. You're trying to work your leverage. If, you, if this is what it takes for the Bears to take you, then the Bears will not take you. <laughs> they're just not going to take you. Yeah. That don't mean they're going to take another quarterback. That might just mean they stick with Justin Fields. That mean they get somebody else a chance to – if you want to offer him 1%, 2%, 3%, whatever for ownership, go ahead and do that. But us as a franchise, not doing that. I mean, as bad as our ownership has been, as bad as our GMs have been, um, you're still a 22-year-old that we're expecting to produce on the field. That That's going to be a crazy conflict. The, what it's telling me is that Caleb Williams doesn't seem like he wants to play football for a very long time. That's what it's telling me. It seems like he only wants to play for that one big contract, it seems like. And once he gets that, he's good. He's, he's He did everything he wants to do. Win Heisman, probably win the national championship, goal number one, make some money. So he already making the money right now. It's not not compared to what that big contract is for the NFL. But um, 
It's not like he's trying to put all his chips on one basket. If I if I can do eight years at NFL, play what, 100, 110 games, I'm good. I can retire at thirty and be and be fine. It really <laughs> drives me crazy with that stuff too about like the um. <clears throat> Like, people thinking that he'll just go back to college. Like, nobody, I don't care who, who he wants to play for. Mm-hmm. He's, He's not going, going back to college. That is, like, that is the most, that is the dumbest shit ever, man. Like, that is, the money difference between the NFL and college is so different. But he's not even the highest paid NIL no, deal. That's what I'm saying. Like, even at, like, quarter, at quarterback alone, not even second, so... So it's like I was like I was like he's not passing up no team. I was like all he's trying to do is influence where he could go, and that's we've seen that before. But if a team takes you, if you're that kind of talent, they're not going to trade you away. They're not. It's just that's dumb. Nobody's going to do that. Nobody's going to be bad all year, get the best college prospect since whenever, and then be like, oh well, you don't want to play for us? Okay, we'll just give you away. Especially (coughs) especially the teams that's that's competing for him. If he goes to the Vikings with Justin Jefferson, he want to turn that down. No, there's like seven. There's like seven. That's what I'm saying. Like, 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 if I if I go to the NFL draft order right now, like out of all the teams right there, the, the only the only team that makes sense for him to stay and not ask for nothing crazy is probably the is probably the Vikings because realistically, it looks bad right now. Like really, really bad. I mean, you got Chicago one and two. Denver you probably don't want to go there. Arizona probably gonna keep Kyler. I'm honestly thinking they're gonna keep Kyler at this yeah. point now. New York Giants probably don't want to go there. Bad turf. New New England that might be an option depending on what they do with Bill Belichick. Then you got Minnesota at seven. Tennessee at eight, Green Bay at nine. Not take a quarterback. Chargers at ten. The only place you can probably go Chargers is might take a quarterback. <laughs> the only place you go is the Vikings. So I mean, realistically, if he want, if you want to leverage and try to go somewhere else next year, you'll be you'll be a Chicago Bear next year too at this rate. Mm-hmm. So, the Vikings would be crazy. I mean, the Vikings are like a perfect dream spot for any rookie quarterback. You got two top tackles, Justin Jefferson if he gets extended. Uh, offensive-minded head coach. I mean, a rookie quarterback could thrive there. Kirk Cousins has thrived there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you get a guy that's even more talented than Kirk Cousins, man, it could be crazy in Minnesota. Yeah. All right. Speaking of NFL, we have our NFL segment, Star of the Week. Um, Dame, I'm going to start off with you. Who was your Star of the Week and why? Uh, I said Browns defense. Dude, mm-hmm. why? Uh, <laughs> that's what I was about to say. Uh, I said Browns defense. Um, You know, this San Francisco team has been called the most complete team of football all year. Um, and they have been. They have been dominant on both sides of the ball. But Cleveland is – their defense is insane. And they really, really, really showed you how to play the Niners. Um, Brock Purdy threw for 70 yards, first all regular season loss. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, I know he got hurt, you know, but and all that. But that Browns defense really stifled the Niners in every way possible. So I, I'm going to give it to the Browns defense this week. Uh, and I'm right right, right with you. Um, to backpack <laughs> off what you said, we are first in NFL in least money yards. Well, I should say mo- least money yards against us. 20 yards in a game. And it's like the most by like 60-something. And it's about it? 60 yards. Yeah. Next closest is the Ravens. Ravens don't play nobody. Um, right there, passing defense, 121 yards in a game. 121 yards in a game, four pass touchdowns. We played five games. Uh, let's say a touchdown a game. Um, Russian defense. We're right. We're we're pretty good. I mean, seventy nine yards a game. It's been better teams. Obviously, teams like the Eagles always gonna be good. Browns only allowed three rush touchdowns all year. So really, only allowed up seven 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 touchdowns altogether on offense. Somehow only three and two. But this is this is a defense that finally got the right pieces. I mean, I remember literally last year, JOK was not playable because he just wasn't big enough to to maneuver through the tackles because. Our defense tackles were, I think, like 36th, 7th, 8th in the NFL, and we only employed three of them. So they were literally at the bottom of the league. So 
when I seen that we actually upgraded our interior and we got even another guy on the edge of Darius Smith that can actually put pressure on the quarterback, now JOK looks like a potential defense player of the year. And I remember you were super high on him saying, like, I don't know why the Patriots ain't take him. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because he did fall. And that one play that he made where he literally took one step back, straight vert, and tipped the ball, yeah. like, I thought he took that. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't see the yeah. ball anymore. I thought I literally disappeared mm-hmm. out of my face. So, um, this Browns defense is ridiculous. And there's no way that we cannot make the playoffs with a defense like this. But there is a way when guys like Deshaun Watson are hurt. Nick Chubb out for the, out for the year plus some. So, I mean, chips aren't falling all in our favor. But we do got the Colts this week. Colts who are a very, very bad team. You know, very, very bad team. They give up a lot of yards. They are in high-scoring games most of the time. Usually battling back through uh, – Garbage time yards, I don't think that's possible against the Browns, but anything can happen. So we're, we're heading in the right direction, I would say. I'm going to go my player of the week. I'm going to go to Jared Goff. And I ain't going to lie, I usually be clowning Jared Goff crazy, especially after the Patriots beat them in Super Bowl. I'm like, is this the quarterback y'all was talking about? He goes to the Lions. He's like, he he is like the, the media coverage that Brock Purdy get is the media <laughs> coverage that Jared Goff should get. Yeah. Easily. Jared Goff is out there. The Lions are 5-1, and one, like, they're going to be a top three. They could be a top three seed in the entire – well, actually, actually, they're going to easily be a top three seed. The rest of the division, not good. Um, They're 5-1. and one. Uh, You got the Niners and Eagles just coming off losses. They look like the best team in football right now. I mean, they're not the best team in football. Yeah. So, I got to give it to Jared Goff. Um, Lions is doing anything over there. Uh, James Williams just came back from suspension. You know, he's going to get into he the kick of things. He had a crazy touchdown catch, too. But he's... That he's readjust, he, that, the ability his, to readjust... His speed, like, like is, the fact that they have him and Jameer Gibbs, their, their, their definition of speed is just ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. That's like, that, that first route that he hit, that comeback route... Jamel Dean what literally didn't know where to go. What the fuck is that? <laughs> it, ain't even like, it ain't even like he flipped his hips. Like, he literally just... just like, he like He's like this. No, Dean's still going forward, and, like, the ball is short, but, I mean, like, nobody can cover it. You cannot cover that unless you... Uh, pass interference. And I got a hot take. I got a hot take for y'all. There's only two teams in the NFL that could beat the the 49ers in the playoffs. It's the Browns and it is the Lions. I'm going to be honest. The Lions can beat the 49ers at home or on the road. They have the perfect team. They got the run run game. They got the deep threat. They got the underneath guy. They got the tight end that can block and catch the ball. They got a defense that does not allow allow a lot of rushing yards, hence Christian McCaffrey. They'd force Brock Purdy into a game. He has to win with his arm. That secondary is still pretty strong, even though CGJ is out right now. Um, I, 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 ain't gonna, I I think the, the Detroit Lions, I would if I had to put $100 on one team right now for value, I would put the money on the Lions to win the Super Bowl, to be honest, mm-hmm. because they are literally built. Like so what I said, the moment that they get James Williams back, I got to see how they play. I've seen enough. I, I already mm-hmm. seen enough. He, if he only has to catch two or three passes a game, he can take 50, 60-yard pass down the field and get him in uh, position for Montgomery or Gibbs to get him in the end zone. I mean, this is going to be a team that – that just beat you down, you know. Ada Hutchinson on the edge is playing like a defense player here as well. It's, it's no way that this this Lions team cannot go far. You know, I honestly don't think anybody in the <laughs> NFC is more well wanted than the Lions at this exact moment. Mm-hmm. And Garner Johnson, Debo got beef, so you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Debo sent him he lucky. The middle. Yeah, he lucky. He lucky oh that boy not playing. Either. Come on, the middle. It's gonna get. It's gonna get bad for him. It's gonna get bad for him. Yeah, remember how he had Pacheco? <laughs> he had laid him out. <laughs> oh my goodness. So we're gonna do. We did this segment last week. Let's just say we're going to do Chargers edition because the Chargers lost to the Cowboys. They are now, what, two and four? Two and three. Two and, two and three. three. They had a bye week They're two and week. three. Um, I don't know, man. We just Their team on paper should be one of the best teams in the league. Yes, they're in the Chiefs division. I understand that. But, you they're know, you have Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. You got Justin, this week too. you got Justin Herbert who – 
should be like probably around the top five quarterback right now in the Justin, league, Justin the way they were talking about. <laughs> uh, they got a defense on paper that should be a top five, top ten unit. And their offense has been improving. I'll give them that. So let's just say Chargers addition. Is anybody a Brandon Staley fan before I start? No. <laughs> so no. we're looking at all the teams that possibly should or could fire their coaches at the end of the year. They fire Brandon Staley. Who should they hire? What coach should they be looking for? They already, brought, they already brought him in. They already brought the Kellen coach. They're gonna, yeah, they're, they're, they're mm-hmm. going to hire Kellen Moore. And that happens all the time. Teams always bring in the next guy uh, usually – before or that that first like minute minuscule piece of hot seat that they get like after that blown lead, I knew they were gonna get a different offensive coordinator. Their offense was pretty pretty bad, not just because of injuries, because the play calling really was bad. They ran a whole bunch of wheel routes to Austin Eckler and thinking I was gonna take him to the top. It's not it's not possible. So mm-hmm. when I look at the Chargers right now. Obviously, I do think that Kellen Moore is the next logical step. He'll already be in the system. He already established that his offense can be a top three unit because it should be. But um, there are other options out there. There are definitely um, better versions of Brandon Staley, you know. Um, I remember there was a thing that, like, you shake hands with Sean McVay, you become a coach. <laughs> That's all you got to do is shake hands with him, and you literally become a coach. I'll be yelling. Dapping him up, hugging him, all that. Um, but when, when you say once you're around guys like that, you you, you turn to a coach, you know. They, they think you absorb that knowledge. Um I'm low, very, very low on the Chargers. Always been low on the Chargers. It's just something about them. They got Planet fans and, you know, whatnot. Yeah, not real I, See, listen, before we get into to what you guys say, Dave, ha- have you ever at some point down seven got to the goal line and was, I don't know what we're going to do. Calm down. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't even that going on. She, like, yo, yo, jittery, yo. Ass, got your jittery <laughs> ass down. Ain't nothing going on, girl. You, yo, calm down, bro. Chill, bro. I, like, I ain't even, I, I got excited during the missed kick because that's the last play of the game. It is 10 minutes left in the game. You down seven. <laughs> All because you scored on me, you win that game. Yo, she was up <laughs> there in the seats. Like, I'm like, yo, calm down. Like, they fishing looking yo. for her at that rate. Like, chill. I don't know about these charges, though, for real. They, they're in a bad spot. Um, they, they proving my point. I don't even got to say much about it. I've been on this train for like three years. Justin Herbert is not the guy they say he is, man. He isn't. There's, he could be an elite arm talent. He could be six four. He could he could run quick or whatever he wants to do. There's more to the quarterback position than being a strong arm, having a strong arm. And he's shown that every time, week in and week out. There's no clutch gene there. When that dude is down seven points in the fourth quarter, he is liable to throw a pick or take a bad sack or miss a throw. It is every single time he shows it every single week. And I know I'm gonna get shit for it because people love Justin Herbert. He's like the social He's media the darling. Yep. He is the social media quarterback. They said that all last year, and that was like a big thing. And it's really I don't even hate Justin Herbert. It's just that when you're okay, so I'm a Dolphins fan, and it's two of Herbert comparisons ever since mm-hmm. they got drafted. I was just about to instigate that. And that's literally exactly why it's so annoying. So now when you see that the one's doing good and the other one's struggling, and all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, well, you know, it's now they blame the system. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's okay, Justin Herbert's been being used wrong. Maybe he is. And maybe if he gets a better system, he will be better. But as of right now, he's not show he's not showing me anything to be like, oh, he should have got two hundred and sixty million dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I don't blame him fully, but you know, but it's just that right now, I feel like the Chargers, there's really nothing to save them right now. Quentin Johnson, they took was that was it was it the first wide receiver off the board or second? I think he was second. 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 And he put in no work. Zero. He's not that good. <laughs> Put in no work, zero. Mike Williams, they're like, oh, Mike Williams out? That's easy Quentin Johnson work right there. Nope. No. No. <laughs> Unusable. You just got Austin Eckler back. He got stifled by the by the Cowboys, which happened. The Cowboys are a good defense, whatever. 
It's just I don't know what you could do to fix them because you know Khalil Mack has been playing great. I haven't heard Joey Bosa's name in three years. Uh, Derwin James is you know great when he's healthy. How often is he healthy? You know what I'm saying? They're just, and they're and they're just getting old too with it. You know they went out there and they signed um, Eric Kendricks, old linebacker. You know like you know you were. It's just the Chargers are in a bad spot. They do have to fire uh, Van Noy. I didn't think about them promoting Kellen Moore. I thought I think Ben Johnson leaves the Lions after this year, regardless of what happens. Oh, Ben Johnson's That's definitely gone. I, I just I just think he's going to the Bears though. That's yeah, because I, I didn't think about the fact Kellen Moore was already there. Kellen Moore seems like the obvious yeah. like, you know promotion. Brandon Staley, I'd be surprised if he made it through the year. Mm. Brandon Staley should not be an, a coach much longer. I think, I think if they lose this game, um, coming Who up against the Chiefs, they have the Chiefs this week. So I'll just even look up their uh, remaining schedule because I, it's not hard. It's not that hard. Um, What's my home strength schedule? <laughs> Insane trade tactic, but uh, it's it's Chiefs, Bears, Jets, Lions, Packers, Ravens. Um, not the easiest of games. Uh, but definitely not the hardest. I mean, if you if you bring in a new coach or you bring in Kellen Moore to, to start his NFL head coach career against the Bears, I mean that's logical. But um, they like you said, this is a this is the team that that just can't they can't they don't draft too well now. Let's be honest. You said they brought in an old linebacker or whatnot, but uh, I did misspeak. JSN was first, but next was Quentin Johnston. And yeah, I remember I could have swore he went mm-hmm. before somebody really yeah, good. Yeah, he went before mm-hmm. Zay Flowers and Addison. And yeah. if 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 I'm being honest, man. The next few play- picks are pretty, pretty good. I mean, Deontay Banks is playing all right. Don Kincaid, he's not playing good yet, but he will be playing good very soon. Brian Breesy, I heard good things about him, but not too many. Um, like things like on video, I guess I could say, that really pop out. Right. Noah Smith, obviously. Guys that actually might actually help this team compared to a wide receiver. Josh Palmer was like this player that nobody really cared about. And if he was a free agent right now, all 32 teams might just go get up because Josh Palmer is a very consistent slot and outside threat. And yeah. the fact that people just thought Quentin Johnson would just come in and get some work in and get some deep threats. First of all, the dude does not create any separation and he does not have great hands. <laughs> For some reason, he was a 4-5 though, you know, and he, he has a lot of physical tools, but he just doesn't play football at a high level. Just not not right now. So It, just, know, it just kind of feels like the Chargers are cursed too though. I, I, I just yeah. can't remember the last time. Like, I feel like every single time the Chargers should be good, they're not good. They were like one of the only teams ever to have the first offense and first defense and miss the playoffs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you just look back at their whole history. Like, it's not even just this Chargers team; it's just every Chargers team. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, even when Philip Rivers played on like that torn ACL, had every chance to beat the Patriots and go to the Super Bowl, and just couldn't get it done. It's just I, I feel bad for Chargers fans. I do because the, the luck there is just it, it runs out every time. Mm-hmm. You know? So, so y'all agree that they're not going to play Austin Eckler? He's going to free agent. He's going. I can't say they're not. I don't. I think they're going to. Yeah, I think just because of how bad he, Josh Kelly was. Like, yeah. Josh, Kelly, okay. Josh Kelly can't. Because you know, it's what they can do. Pay. What they, they don't even use uh, Isaiah Spiller. So, mm-hmm. you know, they took him in like the third round. Don't get no burn. So mm-hmm. they got to pay Austin Eckler at that rate. Yeah. So my next one is for the Chargers. Do you trade after this year? You probably don't make the playoffs unless something crazy happens. Do you kind of retool and trade up in the draft, or do you stay put? And try to build on the team that you have. Um, I feel like retooling is hard, man. Because it's hard in the AFC right now yeah. to retool your team slightly and just make little moves here and there. I don't think anything's wrong with their offense. It's just 
it starts at the top with Brandon Staley. And if you get a guy guy out of there like Brandon Staley, moving a guy like Kellen Moore, who is young, who understands quarterbacks, who brings out the best of quarterbacks. We've seen that with Dak Prescott. We've seen that with Justin Herbert. He hasn't his best year in the last three years so far. Um, so if you bring in, you know, a guy just right off the rip like that, I think you could slightly retool some things to make the offense how he exactly wants it. Um but paying Austin Eckler, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say they are just because how bad mm-hmm. Josh Kelly was. Isaiah Spiller or is, is Isaiah, yeah, yeah, Isaiah Spiller, he's not good either. Gadget guy at running back who cannot make a play. I don't get that gadget part, but just a player, I guess. Um, right now, like I said, their defense they have the names. They have Joey Bosa. They have Khalil Mack. They have Derwin James. You know, I just don't. And they got Kenneth Murray who's on, or Kenneth yeah Kenneth Murray who's playing pretty solid, but. I don't know. It's just like something. Something's just not clicking right now, and it has to. I would look for first at the coach. They should have retooled their cornerback room too. Asante Samuel mm-hmm. Jr. is good, but yeah, kind of gets crazy after that. I mean, like, yeah, like, definitely does. They, like you kept Michael Davis because he had a good game, a couple games last year. Like there, I couldn't name another cornerback in their cornerback room. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? Like I mean, and it's just I don't know. Except like, the, the name value on the Chargers defense is good. I don't. I don't know if Staley is like their defensive play caller or whatever it is. I just. But the Chargers definitely got to figure it out. I mean, like I said, they, I, they're in the Chiefs' division, but they still should be a top AFC team. Yep, they should you know, at least be the that other five two teams, through seven. Yeah, like they should easily be because the other top, the other two teams in your division are horrible. Like you know, mm-hmm. what I'm like, you should at least be in the conversation. But like you're competing with the Raiders right now. Like literally, realistically, the Raiders got two wins too. Yeah. yeah. So you're competing with the Raiders. Yeah, which is not. <laughs> not That's what I'm saying. Not, not right the team that you got should and not you, be on the Raiders. They literally beat them at the last second. Like, like they only they beat the Raiders the last second because they had a rookie quarterback. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so, they were trying to tie. Like, right. Was, so like it's just. I don't know, man. Chargers, Chargers in a tough spot. So. I don't know what they need. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, I mean, they, they do need. need like, they need a corner. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but they need a corner, but like they D line outside of Kalumag is underperforming. Derwin James can't stay healthy. Let's trade um, Joey Bosa to his racist. His racist word. Match, nah, that's gonna be the most racist team. Oh my goodness. Whoo! Jalen Hurts is in for a rude awakeness. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be crazy. I'm trading him straight to the to the Giants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm telling him he don't not want to be. Go right there, bro. Nah, he might be done. Man, he goes to the Giants. That is really crazy though. I mean, I remember like when Joey Bosa came out. He was so good his first like two years. Man, they got crazy after that. He's supposed to be a defensive player of the year. He still isn't. He hasn't even yet to I think finish like top 10, 15, yeah. 20, nothing. Like, the the difference between him and Nick Bosa is like outrageous. <laughs> like Nick Bosa is like perennial. Nick Bosa took of his year. took like, his talent. <laughs> I took swear his talent. he did Space Jam type shit. Mm-hmm. So now we're gonna go ahead and pivot over to Gen V um, episode last week. Great episode. Um, obviously, we got the twist of Kate doing what she did. I, I can't say I called it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I ain't going to take all credit for it. I definitely didn't. But definitely looking back at it, um, it made sense to the point that Kate was the only one at that time. We didn't see all her true you know, powers and what she can and can't do. So, uh, Jules, if you want to talk on it, because I didn't even watch it when you said Kate did it, so... If you want to speak on that episode and why you think she did it, go ahead. Come on now. We 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 know how how mind control characters are in any superhero mm-hmm. uh, movie, TV show, short, whatever. They are not good. They're originally not good. They have a really really bad conflict of interest. You know, even Magneto had conflict of interest. You know, where he just could not decide. Um, what side to be on at times, you know, the greater goods and whatnot. It, it's not easy, you know. You got this power where you can literally tap into people's minds. So you feel their sorrow. You feel their pain and, some, and stuff like that. You see the flashbacks. Not, I'm sorry, not that Magneto. Um, other characters like um, 
I was going to get on Magneto because of polarity. But um, so if you can control characters as strong as Marie, polarity, Emma, Jordan, um, and also Sam, if she can control Sam, even though it's killing her, like I said, we don't know what got her to that point. Um, I mean, like it seems like she is kind of regretful for it. And she did say sorry for it, but also we don't know how much of a show that is still because she already lied to him. You can still be lying to to, to anybody at that point. Mm-hmm. Tears in your eyes, hey, we all been there. People with tears in their eyes still can lie. It don't matter. Mm-hmm. So the fact that she went out there and could you know touch touch polarity and make him see that like that ending shot, and she was like he called her a monster, and that was that was huge because. Um, he really was gonna. He went there to kill Rufus. I mean, he went there, and we finally see him flex his power. And the fact she can control a character that strong that can move metal and probably could, you know, decapitate anybody in that room at any point. Um, the fact that she could do stuff like that, it just shows me that like she is very powerful. And she was out of the rankings, and she was out of this stuff to make sure that Golden Boy could get there because she was guilty of herself. And she was guilty that if I keep doing this, I'm no better than nobody. I can never re- I can't be redeemable. So if I go in the prime management and be, you know, mm-hmm. half good and you know still still stay in the gray, nobody's going to question me. But now all, all the all the kids know now. Like the the main characters obviously. They know what kind of character and person that she is and the fact that she went out she was the one that didn't make Sam fall asleep and he did tweak out on her and said you're not going to make me fall asleep again. So Clearly, there's something that, something else that she's oh, been wow. doing. Breaking news as we talk about this: Gen V has just been renewed for season two at Prime Video. Look at Let's that. go, man! Look at that, man. That's mm-hmm. nice. Man. We just spoke into it. Just came out man. as we were talking about. Nice. I'm and like, they just called me. They, they said. They said. They said they got a uh, spot for me. Let's go, man. I might have the weakest and power. I, I think it's only seven episodes. I could have swore I read something the other day where the finale is on eleven three. So we got about two episodes. Yeah, I think it ends before Invincible comes. Yeah, out. but I, I and I did that. see something not a spoiler, but that the ending of Gen V. Will tie directly into the boys season four. Like whatever happens at the very end of this of the season is gonna tie directly into what we see in the boys when it comes mm-hmm. out next. So, so, so Dame, you said <coughs> that Kate it wasn't Kate, and you you brought up good points though. You brought up great points. Do you think that Kate is being manipulated? And if you do, who is manipulating her into doing these things? Um. That's a great question. I, I definitely, uh, I only, I knew it wasn't Rufus, so I knew Rufus was a red herring. It was too easy to say that it was Rufus. Yeah. I tried to see Kate as not being, you know, I did, I mean, Jules definitely had a good call. He said that very early on that Kate was the one that was causing all this. And um, I do think it's a manipulation thing. I don't think it's like her doing it out of, you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know exactly what it, I don't think it's just Dean Shetty. There's somebody above. Oh, him. definitely not. You know, Dean Shetty might be like the one. I feel like what happened is the way that Dean Shetty brought Marie in and was trying to get her under her wing. It was the same thing with Kate. Mm-hmm. You know, but obviously Kate's powers benefit somebody more like Dean Shetty than Marie's blood powers. Um, I don't know exactly who is going to be. I don't know if it's going to be a big reveal at the end. If it's somebody in Vaught, you know, somebody like big like that, somebody that runs the woods. I'm sure it'll Giancarlo. be Giancarlo. You know, say you know, I, I didn't know if it would be somebody like that. Or you know something bigger, but I don't, I don't know, man. I, I I'm guessing we're gonna get the the answer in the next couple episodes. It's just tough to say right now, you know. In this next one, I mean, now it's just her trying to find a way to prove herself to them that she's not doing it out of, mm-hmm. you know, maliciousness or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know, we obviously get the big tease at the end of the episode that Soldier Boy is back. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I don't think it's actually Soldier Boy. Um, he was literally put in like cryo sleep at the end of. Um, season three. So, not to sp- that's not really a spoiler. It's just how it happens. Right. And um, 
so I don't think that's really Soldier Boy. I don't really know how it's if it's a shapeshifter, if it's a illusion or a dream or whatever. But this episode this week is gonna probably be the biggest one to date. Oh, for It'll sure. It'll be the penultimate episode. Or no, never mind. Next week will be the penultimate episode. Mm-hmm. So, do you guys, after watching these last few episodes, do you guys think Jordan Lee will still be the one that's in the seventh for season four of The Boys? Or um, I still think so because I do still yeah, think she's I the think most I, powerful one. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, her power set is still shown to be the most powerful one. I'm almost starting to wonder if her power set changes between boy and girl because um, it does. I, it just feels like it could be something like that. Mm-hmm. We never really see her fight as both of them. But I know she has, she has that energy blast. But I'm waiting to see if they're going to show us any more of her ability than just mm-hmm. that, you know. Uh, I don't think it's going to be. I don't. I don't know what's going to happen with the, that because I do. I do think this is going to that one of them is going to end up in the seventh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody at the very end of the season is going. But I don't think it's a Marie because as much as it sucks, I do think Marie makes too much. Is just too yeah, easy to cop out. You know what I'm saying? And plus, her powers. They make a good point. Her powers would not do well. Vought cares about rankings and about outlook. And mm-hmm. people would not see blood powers and be like, "Yo, that's awesome." Yeah, they'd not. be like, "That's disgusting." And, and that's that's what I that's what I was saying last night. I was, or not last night. I don't think I said it to y'all, but I said it on Facebook. I'm like, her powers right now are not cool. You don't see anything. Most she's done is knock over some chairs. That's all that we've seen her really doing. She yeah. she healed somebody. Obviously, they don't care about healing people. They I, care about I, they care about the politics and how cool it looks. I do think she's a lot more dangerous than. than what she's shown, oh, she will be. Dangerous I do think 100 percent that she could literally blow somebody apart if she wanted to. You saw what she did to Rufus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think if she like learned to control it, she could be probably the most dangerous person out of the entire Gen V cast mm-hmm. as far as what she could do. Because like I said, if she could really make really make the blood in you just erupt like that, she, who couldn't she kill at that yeah. rate? You know, I don't know how how if you know if Homeland or something like that would have the uh, you know the invincibility to stop something like that, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I actually got a prediction. How would you say that? Um, <clears throat> my, my prediction, right? I'm 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 like ninety five five now because you said something and for they only care about rankings. There's only one person I've been talking about their ranking ever since the first episode, and it's Emma. Yeah, Emma's finally brought up her ranking again. How she shot to the top one hundred, and I think that at some point, Emma is gonna have it out with Sam. She's gonna have it out with him, and she's gonna. Eventually, because they're showing a lot of teas with these puppets and whatnot, yeah. and how saying like Sam, you can't kill people. She might be the one to stop Sam officially. She might be the one, and if she does that, I think she's going to be the one that goes to the center. And, and she's going to be the one that protects Vault. And, it, and, it, and it's a, like I said, Vault. Literally, you see it all the time. It's just about the visual. Like they mm-hmm. want what people want to see. Mm-hmm. The reason why it, Jordan Lee is, you know, probably you know should make it. Like they said, though, she wouldn't do good with rankings throughout America. She's a yep. transgender character. Yep. You know, she's Asian, which is also none, but nobody in the seven is Asian. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's stuff where it wouldn't play to their strengths. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you bring in somebody, as you just said, like Emma, who has an eating disorder, and, you know, well, now she's fighting back against it. You know, she's not throwing up to get smaller. She's not scared of doing it. You know what I'm yep. saying? It's her power. You know, she gets, she eats, she gets big. It's all about visual for Vought. So if Vought brings in her, it just helps their image. And they need that right now. Homelander's on trial. A-Train is not ran in three years. <laughs> the Queen bro, Maeve is missing. Bro, Queen, bro, Queen Maeve is quote-unquote dead. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You see it in the thing. So, you know, I, it's just there's right now the seven is literally Homelander in the deep in Black Noir, I think. <laughs> like like Starlight, not there. Queen Maeve, not there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was, we were just talking about that. A-Train. So there's four I'm, members of the seven. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in season two, like like almost at the last episode right now. And I'm like, yo, I ain't gonna lie. The deep, deep is trash, right? But A-Train literally had like 
two episodes of greatness and fell off the face of the earth. No, I'm telling like, you right now. Can't run, can't do nothing. Like, he go upstairs, it's over. Like, he's out of breath. He's sweating <laughs> every day. I'm like, bro, you cannot be a superhero like that. Like, A-Train in season three, when you guys both watch season three, A-Train has my favorite arc in season three. I'm not going to say anything about what happened. I think you already told me. Yeah, but yeah, a, yeah. What, what he does. Yeah. yeah, A-Train's arc in season three is like one of my favorite things. I've liked him since I've always been obsessed with speedster characters. And um, his arc in season three to me is the best one. Um, he's probably a highlight of this season. Obviously, Soldier Boy is a big one. You bring in you know somebody like that, Captain America. And there is some, you know, Black Noir and A-Train really steal the show in season three. So when you guys watch that, I think that'll be a really good conversation for us oh, to have. Oh, wait a minute. So who you said was a part of the, uh, the seven? Right now, mm-hmm. it should be, as far as I remember, Black Noir, mm-hmm. A-Train, The Deep, and Homelander. Okay. Because you see in Gen V that Queen Maeve is, like, missing. Mm-hmm. Starlight, obviously, you already see the Starlight's probably going to believe in the seven. Mm-hmm. You guys have both seen the boys to that point. And then... Queen Maeve, Starlight. Who am I missing? Oh, yeah, and Trey Lucian's already dead. Yeah, so, dead. I was going to say, you know what I was going to say? So, I was going to say that there's a possibility that Marie gets in, but you know how Stormfront had that pass, mm-hmm. but now that you didn't bring her up, something might have happened to her. So, I definitely, I'm, I'm going to stick with Jordan Lee for who I think is going to stay in. But just that storm. What I call her last night? Stormbreaker. Yeah. Call her, her Thor's hammer. Like three times. I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm like, bro, Stormbreaker going crazy. And I kept yeah. saying, like, who is Stormbreaker? I was watching a review. I was watching a review. I'm like, damn, Stormbreaker. I mean, Stormbreaker. Uh, <laughs> Stormfront is actually insane. Oh, wait, I knew she's a, I knew what, she's a Nazi what is character. Eight episodes, right? So mm-hmm. I'm, on, I'm on episode. I'm in the middle of episode seven right yeah, now. So, so. You, so you'll see. But man, man, like. um once y'all get to season three, man, we gotta talk about that because season yeah. three is just insane, and I think a lot of what season three happens would tie into this Gen V conversation that we're having. Mm-hmm. And when y'all see that, that'll be a good that'll be a good conversation for us. So we are going to pivot into our first. I think it's our first time talking about the NBA. Bro, pivoted from that yeah. fourteen point deficit the Dolphins had, but it's alright. <laughs> oh, you know what? No, 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 bro. Don't worry about it. Bro, bro. No, 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 no. no, no. Alright, no, because I mean, like, bro. No, 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 no. Come on, NBA talk. I'm ready. I'm ready for NBA yeah, talk. NBA talk. So. Yeah, I probably don't know our teams, any of that. I'm a New Orleans Pelicans fan. Um, Jules the Heat fan. <laughs> Not a Heat fan. Go, go Knicks, man. Go Knicks. Uh, Thunder up, man. I'm a Thunder fan. Thunder fan. So we have. We're gonna go ahead and give y'all just some quick predictions of some awards, um, and then we're guys gonna give you an NBA tier team, tier team, uh, tier list, tier list, <laughs> tier list for all the NBA teams. So I we we go ahead and start off with, with some some easy MVP. Dame, who do you have winning MVP? Oh, we go have the same one. He gonna piss me off. No, I, it's tough, man. Cause like I, I don't want to say Jokic. It, it's always the same three people that finish at the top. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I don't want to give it to Jokic again. Uh, do I want to give it to? Mm-hmm. You know what, man? I'll give it to Giannis. I think getting Damian, I think getting Dame Lillard in there. Because you're Dame. Okay. Yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, um, I think I think getting Dame Lillard in there gives you a boost. Um, you know, it makes the offense a little bit better. You know, now, now you got to either worry about guarding Giannis in the paint or guarding Damian Lillard from 30 feet out. It gives them a little bit more, you know. Losing Drew Holiday is going to be tough losing their best defender. But uh, I, I think Giannis can go ahead and get out there because Giannis is talking all that shit. You know, I, I, do I got to sign an extension with the Bucks? Do I, you know, are they gonna, are they committed to getting me to a championship? And you keep talking all that, you got to show something. Mm-hmm. So go out there and win another MVP or something, man. Let me see something. <laughs> um, for me, I thought you were gonna go go with this guy. I go with SGA. Uh, the reason I do that, the way I look at M- uh, MVP voting, you have to do one thing at the highest level. 
One thing that SGA does at the highest level is efficiency. He's one of the most efficient players in the NBA, and it's crazy how good he has become. This guy can average 36 and 6, honestly, and shoot 50%, yeah. probably like 37% from three. And I, I think this this Thunder team has a ceiling of 50 wins. I mean, I, I think I think yeah. they're going to be at a three to five range in the, in the West. I think they're going to be really, really good. I think they can make a really big trade even um, to get themselves over the hump. That's I'm, not what saying, I'm not going to say they're a championship contender team, but if a, t- a team like this and a guy like SGA is elevated from this 44, 45 wins to even 50 wins, get a playoff, you know, you know, host a playoff series, you know, have actually own field advantage in that series, I think no, like, no way possible that SGA doesn't finish top three if they outperform their expectations. Really. For sure. And, you know, like, to really play into that, too, with uh, – with the SGA stuff is actually, Demond, go ahead. You get MVP first before I get into the next one. All right, so yeah, it's tough because it's like the NBA is probably looking like, yo, if we, we would have gave Jokic three MVPs in a row and he would have finals MVP. It would have been, it would have been a crazy look. Like, mm-hmm. like we would have been talking about him a tad bit different right now. Mm-hmm. Like three MVPs in a row. Like this supposed to be LeBron era. <laughs> um, anyways, though, <laughs> like I'm gonna have to say, I'm gonna go Steph. I think, I think the Warriors. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think the Warriors really improved much, like scoring wise. I think Steph is gonna go off this year. Um, it's probably one of the last years the big three is gonna be together. Clay's a free agent. I think Steph is gonna go berserk this year. I think I think he's gonna win MVP. Clay look like a Laker. If not, <laughs> if not Steph, then I'm a I'm a fall back on say Luca. But I got Steph right now as my my prime. I'll never MVP. say a Dallas Mavericks player is that. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go Steph. But what was you gonna say, Dan? Uh, so I wanted to backpack on what Jules said about trading for a star player, and I'm ready to start seeing that. Um, these picks are just keep stockpiling, keep stockpiling, <laughs> keep stockpiling. We are getting to that point. We have young talent. They are only getting better. I'm ready to see a trade. Like the Thunder, especially if they start off hot, I need to see a trade for uh, a – it's tough because he's like, what do you trade for? You probably – I want to see either a star shooting guard or a star small forward. That's at that point, because Giddy could play either one. Giddy could play two. He could play the three. You know, um, Jalen Williams is going to be a starter. Chet Holmgren is going to start at center. You know, it's, it's either a two or a three. I need to see an elite player traded for at some point this season if we if we get off to the start that I think we're going to get off to because that will just put us over the top. Mm-hmm. Right, it's time to start turning these picks into players. I got a prediction. So. I got a prediction for who, but it won't be till at this season. Mm-hmm. Now I'm in I was gonna say. Be I was I gonna say that because I don't think he wants to be a Cavs. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't so, be a so, so, best case scenario, you get a Cavs two picks, uh, one of the Jalen Williams, whatever one they want, and I would say maybe that guy y'all drafted. I can't think of his name right now. You're about the guard. Yeah. Oh, Carson. Carson something. Uh, Edwards from, maybe. Yeah, something from, uh, from, from, like from, from Kentucky. Yeah, he's like six mm-hmm. four. He's not gonna play in this team. <laughs> You're mm-hmm. too short, buddy. <laughs> so six six and up right here, right? But um yeah I do I do think yeah that do make a big trade at some point mm-hmm. it, yeah, it needs to happen so yeah, yeah my my Case and Wallace my, Case my and big Wallace. my three I think y'all could trade for Donovan Mitchell what I was gonna say I think OG y'all can get OG and I uh Ananobi Ananobi and I Loki this is a sleeper one there's no way Joel and B don't request out there's no way I don't see MB just because I, well, I think we like Chet I, I think I think they're I, I think they're happy with their front court for the most part so yeah, that's one reason. Chet at the y'all, y'all don't Chet and B y'all don't think that's I don't I don't think that's bad. I don't the only think, thing it's bad I think at is all, that that the 76ers are so delusional that they think they're gonna get two first and Terrence Mann for James Harden, Harden. who does who wants out. 
Yeah. You lucky get two seconds and and Marquise Morris. To be, I'm beyond. Like you're not you're not getting much out out of this trade. Like mm-hmm. this guy guy wants out. You you kind of got to take what you can get. Yeah, I I would say in all honesty, I thought that Luca was a good was a good sleeper. Luca is he's is, um, if the Mavericks do not make the playoffs because yeah, Luca's got to be on the move eventually. Luca doesn't want to keep playing and not doing nothing. They thought Kyrie was going to be the answer. You signed Kyrie to a three year extension. I thought Luca would have, would be a good trade target for you know for the Thunder. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you got to give him the buy in to not just being the primary guy all the time. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you but he has also not had talent around. Him. He ain't gonna be the third best player on the Thunder. That's crazy. Yeah, that's I can't I can't believe that. I can't. Yeah. It's hard to see that, but it is gonna happen. All right, so rookie of the year, Jules, we start with you. Who do you think gonna win rookie of the year? Wemby. All right, let's be honest. Let's just keep it honest. All right, Wemby's going to win it. Wemby's going to win it. Uh, this is the only one I'm being very obvious about. Byron, uh, unfortunate injury. This man is playing out of his mind. There's only one other guy that's close to him right now, in my opinion, is Chet. I'm not going to have the Thunder just sweeping these fucking awards now. That's, <laughs> that's right. just a little bit too crazy because I do got to win it one more. But uh, the way I look at Wemby, the way I look at the Spurs team, they're going to outperform expectations as well. I think they're going to replace a team like the Mavs, get to that 10th or 11th spot. I think they could replace a team, you know, that like the Kings. They'd be the next Kings team where they have all this talent finally come together and start slowly moving out these uh, rankings because finishing 14th, 15th is obviously tiring. But Devin Vassell, Kelvin Johnson, I think he still got Trey Jones. Um, they got uh, Malachi something. I forgot. Branham, yeah. He, they, they got a pretty good young young core. So if Wembyana can go out there and put up the numbers that they're saying he can, and they got Sohan running point guard now. That's a, that's an they, like they they got a they got a lot going on for this team. I mean, they got the defense, they got the offensive pieces. If people elevate the right way, and even you know, I'm about what I'm to make a Jeremy Sohan build. I don't know, man. I'm just I, I look at the Spurs as a team that could, could could shock you know shock a lot of people. That's that's how I look at it more or less. You want to go or me? You go. All right. So I got one sleeper one, and then I'll go with somebody. So. I want to say Chet, but I'm saving my plunder pick for a later pick as well. I, don't know who, I already know who you're picking. I know exactly who you're picking. But I, I'm going to say, in all honesty, it's time for the Magic to hit on a pick. I'm thinking Jet Howard. I think Jet Howard for the Magic. Um, he played really well at Michigan. He's better than his dad was. Uh, <laughs> so I think the Magic need a, a player to finally be like, okay, you know, obviously they hit last year with... Um, Apollo, yeah. Well, yeah. You know, obviously he was excellent last year. They need out. They need another rookie to come out there and hit because their draft picks have not performed the way they yeah. wanted them to for a long time. Paolo they ain't hit on the guard one. yet. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they, they they draft these guards and these guards come on there really average. I'm gonna say for my sleeper pick, Jet Howard. Um, and then I guess if you want to be obvious, I'd probably say somebody like I mean, Scoop could be cool, I guess. But you know what, man, Grady Dick. <laughs> nah, Jet, Jet, Jet Howard is my pick though. I would say Jet Howard finally you know shows the magic they can hit on a guard. I got some I got some good praise for the Magic later on, but I'm gonna say Keontae I forgot his name on the Jazz Keontae George. Oh, I, I think I know who you're. Let me see. Keontae just, George on the Jazz. I think the way the team is constructed right now. Yeah, it is Keontae. I mean, why not? 16th. Like, right? He can get ten to fifteen shots. He could easily be the second best player on that team by the end of the year. Second, third best player on that team. Mm-hmm. He's gonna get the shots. He's gonna get the volume. So that's my sleeper. But I mean, the way Scoop. I mean, not Scoop. The way uh, Victor is, he already got the hype. You know, every time I play 2K, I hear, Wembenyama! The whole <laughs> game. I'm like, yo, it's my career, not his, bro. Like, like chill. Wemby is probably definitely going to take it. Yeah, like, I, just, I'd, just he's like, like, he's like he, minus he bro. He's going to get votes just because. Like, I'd be very shocked if he didn't take it, but you know so, what I'm saying? Yeah, barring injury, I don't see it. Yeah. yeah. It's, I definitely, definitely see him getting it, but that's that's my sleeper as well, though. The guy in the jazz, but 
Yeah, that's how, just, that's how ten is kind of crazy now that I look at it, man. Kinda. Yeah, this is a great good draft class. Yeah, I even like Taylor oh, Hendricks out of fucking. Yeah, I was gonna say Taylor Hendricks like was a good him. one. It just sucks he can be playing around Lori most of the time, but I even like some of the later picks, man. I, I, you know, like nope, no, he brought up my boy Jaime Jaime Hawkins. <laughs> the Heat, like ah, he gonna turn into a forty percent shooter. Nah, see, I know what I'm saying. You know that he all immediate Heat no players get, reason, man. man. Is, uh, nobody picked the Thompson twins, like ah. Mm-hmm. Nah, I just, I just can't. Nah, I, I, can't, I, don't, I, can't, I, like I can't pick Ahmed because I think they're going to play Fred Van Fleet a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Osser, though, I'm, I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. Yeah. If Kate Cunningham go down for any period of time, the man going to be putting out 20 shots. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering, though, man. Like, what are they going to do there? You got three really good guards now mm-hmm. in, in Detroit. I, I, I can see, can play I can see Thompson playing two, yeah, okay. playing the three. Okay. Okay. I didn't know if he was going to be the one that Jada Ivey's going to be the one that like how good is his season two jump? Because I yeah. think K is going to be great. I think Thompson's going to have. A I solid need K year, to stay but. healthy. Like I need K to stay healthy. Mm, he was good but year, Ivy, that second year jump, that inconsistent shooting, he's going to have to definitely. You know, <laughs> I don't know what him. he is in the league yet. I don't know. He's fast. I'm fast, bro. A train was fast. So six man of the year. I start. I start with this segment. I started this. Yeah, yeah. Yo, yo, extend that. Extend that. Yeah, talk. I didn't even do it. All right, all right, I got you. I got you. So, my sixth man of the year was going to be Trey Murphy, but he's going to be out till like November, December. So, I think my sixth man is going to be a sleeper. I think it's going to be Norman Powell. Maybe not a sleeper, but on that team where you have Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Westbrook. Westbrook is going to play every game, um, but you have Paul George and Kawhi. Who you know they're trying to buckle down on the missing games. I think Norman Powell he may start ten games this year. I don't know if that's gonna like degrade him from it, but I definitely think he's gonna be one of the better pieces off the bench for the Clippers this year. They definitely need it. This is like one of the last years they have together, honestly. Um, and I think Norman Powell's gonna be a big piece of that. A sleeper that I got. Mm, I don't really know about sleepers off the. It's so tough to, to say sleepers with six man because even somebody can easily get. So many, yeah. Yeah. Like, so many teams. Like, I see two, two players on the same team. On yeah, it's <laughs> like it's it's so many players. Some players can go down and other players can like elevate. So I'm gonna just stick with my my Norman Powell one. I mean, Malcolm Brogdon is also a good one. Yeah, he might be traded just, to be a starter. Or that's what I mean. He I might be know. traded. Uh, Emmanuel quickly is another one. So I'm I'm gonna go with. I was looking at quickly, but I have another one. Mm-hmm. So I'm a, I'm gonna go with. I think we're uh, gonna go the same wavelength here, Dan. Yeah, I'm gonna go Norman Powell. You go ahead, Dan. I want to see if we're the same wavelength. All right, so I'm between two. I'm thinking either Malik Monk in Sacramento or Bobby Portis in the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Malik Monk for sure um, because he was giving people buckets last year. I think that's what he needed to be. You don't need him on the starting lineup. You know what I'm saying? He mm-hmm. he he don't need to be a starter. He can, he just needs to be a guy come off the bench, score real quick. He put up some good shots for them last year. Hurt seems like Herter's got that shooting guard spot locked up in Sacramento. He shot really well last year. I'd probably say Malik Monk right now. You were even maybe like a, a crazy one that people aren't thinking about, maybe Chris Paul. Because mm-hmm. I don't see Chris Paul starting. I think, yeah, but the only reason I didn't go him, I feel like they're going to be experimenting a lot of lineups early on. So, yeah, they're kind of like so, moving them in and out. You know? Yeah, I don't. I don't. It's so hard to pick six men with all the injuries and stuff. Because like, I wanted to go Malik exactly. Monk too, but the Kings were so fortunate with like they had literally no, no injuries. injuries yeah. Like all the starters probably played higher than seventy five games. So like 
we I don't know what Malik Monk. I, I wanted to go with him. You don't want to say just, you don't want to say Derek White, which D'Angelo Russell's biggest like hero. Yeah, ever. biggest yeah, hero. I think Derek White is starting. Oh wait, who? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Drew That's what I'm saying. Drew, it might be. Holiday was on this list too. Like I didn't. I don't know. It might be Derek <laughs> White. Holiday, I, I don't think Drew Holiday got to be starting. Uh, yeah, Holiday and Derek White, and, like Derek White could end up starting, and they go mm-hmm. Porzingis at the five, Tatum at the. I don't know. It's it's so much yeah, it's players. Tough, it's tough. Bro. It's tough. Dudes, who you got, and why is it Emmanuel quickly? Go ahead, bro. Uh, it's not Emmanuel quickly, unfortunately. He got routed of it last year. I'm staying on that. But um, like, how do you how you close at a minus three hundred? You win. But anyways, um, I'm looking at I was looking at him, and I just kept scrolling. I only seen this guy on one out of all of these. I can't believe it is Rui. I don't understand how Rui isn't higher because he's on a perfect sure. team to win six man of the year. He played great defense. He shot really good. He scored when when nobody else could score. I mean, he he's been practicing with Brown. If I had to pick one guy out of the, a crazy long shot, I was the same. I was the same guy. I bet on Tyler Hero to win uh, six man MVP the year. He was coming out the bench or six man year, and he came out the bench and he went on to win it most improved player. So I don't understand how that works out. But anyways, uh, and also you know it's so crazy too. Like it's cool to see Rui like go somewhere where he could actually play. Like Bruh, he's I was always such, been I was good. such That's a Rui fan, thing. bro. But he was just so misused in Washington. So when he got traded to the Lakers, and like the Lakers, were like yo, actually go out there and play basketball. Yeah, he's plus yeah, two thousand right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the only place I'm seeing him at right now. Um, he's ahead of Gary Trent. He's ahead of Bogdanovich. He's ahead of Josh Hart. But he's also below guys like by Porter's Malik Monk. I look at six man as a, as a guy that come in and and like literally carry carry the, like almost carry the team completely when when their stars on the bench. And it's a if it's a team that suffers the most, uh, their stars not playing a lot of minutes is going to be the Lakers because they're so old. Yeah. So, I think. <clears throat> Like guys like Derek White, I don't know if he's starting. And Drew Holiday was like same situation. I don't know if he's starting or not. Uh, for Norman Powell, he might be starting eventually at some point because they lose a lot of time from their stars too. So and it's one of those awards you really just don't know until about the first month in. Like same thing. It was like Benedict was like up there for a while, but they didn't want him to win rookie of the year. Yeah, and six, six minutes. They ended up winning neither. Like yeah, he <laughs> like, was like, ah, I can't. That's too much. That's too <laughs> like, much. Yeah, bro, just be happy with nothing. Yeah, literally. You know so I don't know. Six man years are always one of the weirdest awards. So I feel like it's always a long shot that wins it. So could be interesting. So now we're gonna do defensive player of the year, and this is where my magic praise come in. I I know it was, I know it's just preseason. If Jonathan Isaac stays healthy, I have him winning it. I don't. I know they got a front log at the front court position. Jonathan Isaac, what I seen in preseason, like all over the court on defense, literally. So I will go him. That's kind of a long shot. So I'm gonna give it to AD this year. I'm gonna give it to AD this year. I think this is the year he has to be it. Um, LeBron probably got a year or two or three left. They need him to anchor that defense. He needs to actually play games this year. So, I'm going to give it to AD, but but Jonathan Isaac looks like you come in there 20 minutes, 25 minutes a game, give me two blocks, two steals. Like, come on, bro. That's crazy. Yeah. So, I'm going to give it to AD. Um, before uh, we get to anything, I was I wanted to do AD so bad. I was this close. I just know he's going to miss some time. But it's, it's a guy, I think last year he played just about like 95% of the games. Evan Mobley, I am so high on Evan mm. Mobley this year to win it for two reasons. One, I think Jared Allen gets traded at some point. I think they, I think this whole cast team is getting gutted almost completely. Only only two guys going to remain is going to be Garland and Mobley, which it should be. I mean, they are the cornerstones of that franchise. Mobley is a beast. He's one of the smartest defenders in the league. I mean, the voter fatigue for guys like Bam Adebayo to keep coming in second. He, I mean, like that's the only other option I got because if Bam Adebayo keeps coming in second, it might be one of the. 
Might be one of the biggest robberies <laughs> uh, in history if he never wins a defense. <laughs> if he never wins, if he never wins a defense player of the year in his career, Bam Adebayo, like obviously, but I think it's the worst year for him to win it. Obviously, because the team is getting worse and worse. I, I, obviously, on paper, they were AC last year. They were a loss away from not making the playoffs at all. So went from one loss away from making the playoffs to not make it to make it to the finals is crazy. So I mean, you got to be in the playoff hunt. I feel like to win defense player of the year. That's the only hard part for Mobley. That Cassidy might get gutted. Well, I do think he's really good. I think he's going to have a lot more chances to get blocks, rebounds, shot contests, all that at the rim if Jared Allen is gone. All right, so I think Mobley was a really good one. I love John. Um, I, I have a sleeper in the West. Uh, Walker Kessler. Dude, I was so, uh, Walker was, Kessler. Kessler had the best odds Dude, to me. I didn't, no, like, Walker what Kessler I is, only, is only plus, is, is plus 1,500. Mm-hmm. But he is unbelievable. He has, there's no competition for big man over there. That is completely him. Everybody thought that the Jazz made a mistake when they traded Gobert. They were going to lose their center prowess or whatever. Walker Kessler came in and filled out way better than anybody could have expected. Mm-hmm. He's great on defense. He was much better on offense than Gobert ever was. Mm-hmm. I think Walker Kessler for sure. And I'm going to throw a guard in there too because I'm a fan. Michael Bridges, he's the best defender on the Nets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then nobody else comes close. In fact, he didn't win it two uh, years ago. That's crazy. what I'm saying. So Michael Bridges, you know, we could, we could see another Marcus Smart kind of year for him. Michael Bridges, I do think, is better on offense as well. So, you know what M- I mean? M- Mikael Bridges. My fault. Mikael. <laughs> okay. Michael uh, Bridges. Yeah. <laughs> or three. Bridges. They said it, I'm like, who? And then I thought. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> I didn't want to pronounce it, pronounce it wrong. <laughs> no, but good, yeah, Mikael Bridges, I, I think that'd be like a, a good second pick for me. But I do. I think Walker Kessler will secure it this year. That's a good. It's just like, it's so tough winning defensive player of the year on teams that's like not good. Especially on that's Utah. Is, like, yeah. you know, he's he, Nobody's gonna watch his games. He's, he's right. gonna be—he's gonna be one of those players. Like when you watch him against your favorite team, you're like damn, like he's really good. But, not but nobody's gonna think. Nobody's gonna think about that. And yeah. you know, the end of the year. Like, I mean, like so. Yeah, because um, Jaron Jackson winning it was literally like a like a consolation prize almost. Like you, your team is solid man. enough. I mean, because even the year four, the Sucks were the first seat, so they gave it to him. Rudy Gobert on the Jazz—they were the first seat that year. Bucks first seat. Go Bear, Go Bear, Draymond, first seat. <coughs> Kawhi Leonard, first seat. So it's like, it's, you know, it's one of those things. You got to be really, really good to I don't know how they have some fouls and blocks. They're uh, some highest defense player here. They just didn't want to give AD it because he actually like a good player all the time. That's Jay Jack. Next award. I'm trying to think of any other awards. Most improved. Most improved. And coach yeah, of the we year. Got most improved and coach of the year. So most improved um, with the James Harden situation. My obvious answer is Tyrese Maxey. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have two sleepers. Number one, I have is Anfred. Mm, I can't call it. I'm not going to say Simon's a sleeper, but, I mean, you know, Scoot is going to probably hit a rookie wall, and Simon's is going to take 25, 30 shots a game. Mm-hmm. So I definitely see that with his skill set. He can shoot three from anywhere. Um, his slashing is underrated. Um, so I definitely think that he's going to have the platform to do it. I would say Jordan Poole, but I feel like that's just that's too cliche of an answer. Like, okay, he's light-skinned on a Wizards' own team. We get All it. Right. Like, you know what I mean? whoop do But those are my two picks. And my other sleeper, I'm going with Dyson Daniels. Um, the Pelicans have yes, a lot of injuries that happens on their team. And I think Dyson Daniels is going to step in probably out of 82 games. He's going to step in probably 60, 65 games and play a lot of minutes due to injuries. And I feel like he's going to fill the stat sheet up every night. So, those are my two sleepers. But my main one is Tyrese Maxey due to the uh, the James Harden trade. Um, So, I'm going right with a sleeper, and it's my only pick I'm going to have. Devin, Devin Vassell. Mm-hmm. I think somehow, some way that he is going to be – he's going to be the guy that helps win be the most. 
his ability to, you know, maneuver through the defense. He looks like a young Devin Booker, to be honest. I mean, he does, like, if I'm being completely honest, he does look like he'd be a star in the league. Um, there's no way that if he's handling the ball and Wemby's coming down to set him a screen that he's not going to get free shots, free assists. You know, like, it's like you have to pick your poison with both of those. Um, last year, 18-4-4 four and four on solid efficiency. Did not know he was that good last year. Um, he went from six points a game to 12 points per game to 18 points per game. That's what they look for the most and the most improved. That scoring jumps. Um, Keldon jo- Johnson jumped a lot. And I know a lot of people are saying Keldon Johnson will be a second option. Um, not that much a, of, He wasn't efficient. I said that. Not that much of a fan of Keldon Johnson to the point where he could be the second star on a really, really good team. I think he'll be – he's the second star on a bad team or first star on a bad team like he was last year. But when we coming in, they're going to have more offense structure right there. Um, if he can go out there, I was like 22, 5 and 5. And this, like I said, this team exceeds expectations. It, it he's odds is plus 3,500. Put 10 went 350. I mean, come on, now. that's that was my ticket. That was my ticket I had to pay for. So, I mean, I'm putting that on that. So, all right, this is where my thunder pick comes in. Uh, I think Giddy, uh, Josh Giddy has slowly improved each year. Um, I think this year, if he takes a step with his jump shot, that is really where he struggles the most right now. He's good when he gets inside the arc. There's no issue there. Good playmaker, good rebounder. His defense is surprisingly good, at least on ball. Um, I think Giddy will be the most could be most improved this year. Um, he's still going to be second fiddle to. I don't think Holmgren comes in and takes second fiddle from SGA, mm-hmm. or you know, just yet at least. Um, I still think Josh Giddy's got a lot to uh, got a lot to prove there. And if we're going to talk about somebody else that I really like, I think Sengun. From the Rockets. Oh my gosh, Sengun! I, um, I, I, I didn't want to overlook him. Only the only issue is that I don't think the Rockets exceed expectations for mm. him to win it. And they just—he's yeah. going to be a so great player players. no matter what. And they, they're yeah. just going to be like a 30, 32 win. Team which, which it sucks too, because like you know, it, it sucks how much record plays into stuff like yeah. that. All these, all these fucking uh, thing, awards, yeah, right. You know, and like that's kind of why, why I like Giddy for most improved because if the Thunder make the jump the way they do and he just improves just a little bit more as he has each year, I feel like that could be a good one for uh for him. But I say I like Sengun. Like I could see where they the Rockets do struggle, and then it's like, yeah, man, we're not gonna give you this, yeah. even if you do, you know, jump up and like, because Sengun played really well at the end, like the second half of the year last year. Yeah. Clearly showed he was the best big on that team. Mm-hmm. But we'll just have to wait and see, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, Coach of the Year, final award prediction. Um, I have two. One, I think the Magic are gonna exceed expectations, and I think the Magic coach can win it. Um, I liked what I seen. Again, they got inconsistent guard play, but I think Bancaro is going to be an all-star this year. I think Franz Wagner is going to is going to be better. Um, that's again, I, I Jonathan. Love Franz, I love I'll say Franz. Yeah, that's another good most big. improved player. Yeah, I got Jonathan Isaac again. I'm impressed with what I've seen. Hopefully, he can stay healthy. But I also think they can make a trade at the deadline. One of their guards, or two guards, pick up another solid piece. Flip, you know, put a pick on there too. And I have Willie Green, who I think could win it as well. Um, again, he's been. Coaching, coaching his ass off with all the injuries that have been going on. And the Pelicans are a healthy season away from, you know, possibly making a run. I think this year could be the year. Um, <laughs> you know, that you got an MVP candidate in Zion when he's healthy. Um, Brandon Ingram, CJ. You got, a, you, got a, you got a deep team. And they were a top six, seven defense in the league with Jonas Valchunas as your rim protector down low. So, yeah. you know, he'd be coaching his ass off. So, I got Willie Green or the Magic coach as my coach of the year. Um, 
Jamal Mosley is the coach for the Magic, and he and he finished twenty nine and twenty eight at the start of five and twenty. So <laughs> clearly, heading into the season with some momentum, like if they hit on like Jet Howard and you know rookies and these, you know, even if they make a trade, even they can. They got a lot of guard pieces. They make a trade, something like that, they can definitely exceed expectations. But for me, I don't know how to pronounce his name. You have to help me out here. Uh, Dan Mag Mag. Yeah, Magno. Magno. Are you talking about the Thunder? Yeah, that, yeah. Magno. I, I, like, I, I'm all over the Thunder this year. I think that if they exceed expectations and you get five, six more wins you're projected to have, you know, this, this is a team, you know, plus like plus 900, I think his odds were. He might even went to favorite. He's, even. The, he's the favorite. He's right the favorite. Right. So he went, might, yeah, might even went to favorite. Like, he's, he's in a perfect situation, literally the perfect situation, to go out there and do something that we have not seen. Um, a young team like the Thunder do, and that's going on a year where nobody's expecting them. With team, super teams like the Celtics, the Bucks, the Nuggets, the, the, the Suns, even mm-hmm. go out there and dominate and actually give teams like the Nuggets and the Suns the hard runs because if they're the, the fourth seed, they'll be playing the Nuggets and the Suns, yeah. they, you know, even the th- or third. You know what I'm saying? So I they match up pretty well. They match up very, very good with the Suns. Honestly, I mean, like I'm, I'm very sure they could even possibly even beat the Suns. It's just an experience factor, but. Right now, listed at forty-four and a half wins across all platforms, like that—that's really, really good, and that's about the range that you see teams like the Timberwolves, the Heat, Grizzlies, and our teams as well, Pelicans and Knicks. So, I would say that Dan Maglinol is going to win Coach yeah. of the Year. I think Mark Dagnall is definitely a good one. Um, I like two small. Uh, Frank Vogel should be a lot higher than he is. You're going to a, a stacked team. Yeah. They just made they just had made a great trade for role players. You are dealing with Bradley Beal, who is now going to be the third scoring option, and he's only ever been a first scoring option. So now that means that your two best defenders have to play KD. They have to play Devin Booker. That means your third best defender has to play Bradley Beal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this should be a good year for Bradley Beal. Um, I think Vogel should be a pretty obvious one. Um, I want to say Nick Nurse, but the James Harden situation is killing me. Yep. I do think Nick Nurse is a great head coach. I mm-hmm. think he could have did something with the Sixers really well had James Harden just bought in. But James Harden is clearly on his way out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm probably, I'd am probably probably go with Vogel. Like I, I, I do obviously want the Thunder guy to win it. I'm a Thunder fan, but I already made my Thunder pick, so I'm going to stay away from it. <laughs> Even Adrian Griffin wouldn't be a bad one. I mean, he took over in Milwaukee. You wouldn't get Damian Lillard. Yep. So I, I'm probably going to roll with... I'm going to roll with Frank Vogel, even though I don't think he's that good of a coach. He'll yeah, win just off just, the record alone. He ain't got to do much. Yeah, exactly. As long as that team stays healthy and they win their high 50, low 60s games that they're expected to, they're, he should lock it up. So that's going to wrap up our NBA predictions. Now we are have – do you have it up? Yeah, I got it up. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and, and transition to Jules' laptop. I mean, hope you don't see nothing you know, explicit on there. But um, <laughs> Wait a minute. <clears throat> Hey. But I already, I already, started, yes. I already started the list for y'all. Yeah, um, from the trash tier. So I got, I got the Knicks as a championship contender. Obviously, that's that's spoken for. But uh, trash, you know what I'm saying? The only two teams I got is Pelicans, Thunder. You know, just praising the Thunder like crazy. But fuck y'all. Um, we can start it off though. I'll clear these teams out of here, and we'll start just left from right. So I'll say the name. You guys tell me. We can, I guess, debate about it. We got the Mavericks. Playing. They're gonna be what's that second tier? Playoff team. What's that third tier? Play it playing. So championship, mm, playing, playoff. You know what? Plan. I'm gonna say playoffs. I'll say they're a playoff team. It's just you know, I feel like they got better. Um you got another year with Kyrie and Luca under your belt. 
And I think Derek Lively is going to be. I mean, he has no choice but to like be a huge contributor season in season one. Yeah, hopefully. Like literally. So. Yeah, you're right. I, I got them. I got them making the playoffs. Uh, I'm gonna agree with Damian. I'm gonna say playing team. Um, the West is so stacked. It's probably like a two three win difference That's between right, that yeah. Thunder. Like I was where I got the Thunder, where I got the Mavericks. So mm-hmm. I mean, you three wins could be like five six standing. So I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say playing. So a consensus will be playing, but. They could definitely win their plan and be a playoff team. Exactly. Um, next up, we got the Hawks. Below average. I think, I, I, I think <clears throat> it's like they got a full year. I think Quinn Snyder's a great coach. Mm-hmm. I don't like how that team's built. That's uh, how I'm looking at it. Quinn Snyder's a great coach. I think they can that, sneak in a play in. That's what I'm saying. Playing, play like, that's, that's literally where I have to end it at. He's a yeah. great coach. So I gotta go playing. I love Quinn playing. Snyder, man. I just, I just hate how that team is constructed so bad. I'm gonna say playing though. I don't think the East is that strong, and I do. I, mean, I still like Trey Young. I still like Dejounte Murray. Uh, it's tough. They, they're, they're not a good team for sure. They're not. But the East is just like the mm-hmm. Hornets are taking shots right now. Um, the Bulls are gonna be depleted very soon. So for teams sure. like that, you know, like you got some easy ones coming up. Uh, even the Raptors are getting kind of fucking shaky. Uh, next up, we got the Heat playoff team. Yeah, I think we all they're still a playoff team. team. Yeah. You know they were playing last year. They shouldn't have been. They were pretty awful. As long as Eric Spolster's coaching that team and they still got Butler, they're going to be a playoff team. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, Thunder. Playoff team. Playoff. Playoff team, yeah. Nets. Mm. Playing. Uh, I'm going to say playoff. Yeah, I like playoff. I think they'll be in the playoffs. I think, I think, ben, I think ben Simmons just has to – Ben Simmons has to be average at some point. I know why <laughs> you're saying playing, though. Because they were god-awful at the end of the season. Yeah, it's they like, were it's bad. Like, it's like, they was, they was like, ah, we, we were so good. You know, we had Katie and all them. Mm-hmm. And then they start going that down. That drop-off, they, they felt it. And then, you know, they're kind of going up and down because of Mikel Bridges. And then the three games of Cam Thomas. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I feel like Cam. I feel like being like, oh yeah, Cam Thomas. Remember when we hooped him on two K? Oh yeah. Oh my yo, <laughs> crazy story, y'all. I think I got clips of it too. We literally hooped like with Cam face. Thomas. <laughs> I remember. I vividly remember too. That it was a game before they played the Bucks. We spent we literally spent three, three quarters face. figuring out who that was. Yeah, we like who the f- is right. seat seat something. He had, it, was, it was like something, it was something. Three, something long. I don't know. We like who the and we like yo. That's Cam Thomas. It took us the whole game to figure Face like was not giving the Brock up. He had like a ninety-five dunk, 93, <laughs> 60 defense. Like no, he was there. The no, offensive powerhouse. So he was. No, yeah, I, I, I like, I do like the Nets still. I, I like Mikael Bridges. I like Cameron Johnson. Ben Simmons has to show me something. They, everybody, you know, they, they, they say it every offseason. And now he's looking healthy. He's looking mm-hmm. quick. He's looking back to his old self. Yep, damn. We'll see how that yeah. is. Exactly. <laughs> we'll see how that is once he actually starts playing like regular season games. But I do. I do say. I. I think it's the same thing with the, with what you said. The East is weak. Yeah. I'm, At I'm the end say of the day, team. they could I'll sneak into you know even a eight, seven, six. Mm-hmm. I wish there was a tier between that. Cause yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, like fringe playoff. Like six seed. Yeah. Like seventh. Like, like strong seven. The bottom. The the potential upsetters. I guess you know. Yeah. I'll, I'll say their playoff team. Like maybe six, seven seed. Right. I mean, you could host a playing game like that. Uh, next up, the Celtics. Championship. Championship. Trash. Right. Uh, <laughs> Timberwolves. Oh, I'm gonna go. I'm below average. I, I'm, I'm gonna go playing. I'm gonna Even, go playing I know they got too. Anthony Edwards, but I feel like the Cat and Rudy Gobert situation. Is that's 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 it's where so I'm really nasty. hinging on. But I do think Cat is getting moved soon, though, and I think that was gonna make their team 100 percent better because when he went down, they got better. <laughs> so it's just because it's hard. You just can't have two big men out there like that. I mean, they don't play well off each other. So they don't. one of them had to go. Obviously, you just got Gobert though. You can't just. You know, what? 
What am I doing? Go bigger. Can't. Oh yeah. My fault. Um, for me, yeah, I it's it just depends what happens with cat though. It uh, that's all it is to it. I mean, with with without cat, I'll say they even a playoff team. But right now, I'll go play in at ten C kind of more or less. I would say ten C is like their peak. Okay, so we got the Clippers. Oh fuck. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna the go hardest playoffs. mysteries in the world. I'm gonna go playoffs. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say playoffs only because they took away that thing where you can't have both your stars. I just, I mean, and even now I feel like they're still miss games, but it's just hard to imagine a Kawhi and Paul George team. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just can't imagine a team with those two players. Like, oh, they were in the plan just a year or two ago. Yeah, yeah, we just beat them. Yeah. I just, uh, yeah, no, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this they like last year together, so. I'm going to go ahead and say play, playoffs. Uh, Wizards. Trash. Yeah. The bottom I mean, of the Unfortunately, bottom. probably the worst team in the league right now. Suns. Championship. Championship. Same. They got to see us, though, by the way. <laughs> yeah, they got to beat the Thunder. Uh, next up, we got the Spurs. Play in. I'm going play in as well. I don't think they're just at that point yet where they got to be. I mean, this is their first year. Yeah, they, don't gotta, they, they have, like, nothing to lose kind of thing. Yeah. Like they'll go in there and just play the ass well, Pop is, like, 60. I mean, 80. So well, Deadpool 3 just got officially delayed. So May 4th, Deadpool was just officially delayed. Mm. Because the strikes aren't ending no time soon. I forgot he had no Dev, yeah. They don't got no time to film. So. He had Dev. I don't even know why y'all watch ESPN and live news. If y'all can just watch virtual shows. Dave <laughs> got the breaking news right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we got the Magic. You were hired in Magic. Uh, I got playing. So you were pretty much... I'm going to say playing as well. Yeah, I feel like they... If, if, as long as they figure out that front court situation, I feel like they could... They need to move some of them guys around and keep the ones that matter. We ain't got mm-hmm. no below average teams. Again, he's already 12 teams in. So I'm about to say the Pacers. Uh, Pacers. <laughs> I had the Pacers. I don't know. I think they were playing team. Yeah, I think they're below average. I, I mm-hmm. like their pieces. I do. I love Halliburton. I love Mathurin. Uh, Buddy Heald's got to go somewhere. Like, yeah, he, can't, just, he can't be on the Pacers It's no tough because Halliburton's not I don't like Miles man. Turner. <coughs> yeah. Um. Dolly Quiz. I don't know. Dolly Chris Duarte. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he get traded? Oh, maybe he did. Maybe he got traded to like the Kings or some shit like that. <laughs> I think he did. I think or some he got. I'm pretty sure he got traded. But yeah, it's it's tough. It's just like it's like they're they're a piece away, but they don't have that piece on their team right now. So. <laughs> and they don't seem like they're trying to get that piece either. Uh, maybe uh, maybe Walker steps up, but yeah, something like Jarius Walker. Yeah, if he steps up, that'd be nice. But um, next up, Cavs. We all expect them to get gutted. Playoffs. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna say playoffs. You know, I think they, play, have, they, 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 they still really have to season. make it. Yeah, yeah. they still gonna make it, but that mm, get crazy once they make it though. They gonna be about the fifth seed. I mean, yeah. Next, skip that one. <laughs> Warriors. Yeah, what are you doing? What? What you doing, bro? We're smoking for. Oh, okay. Right, you got Warriors. It, uh, we're gonna go playoffs. Yeah, Warriors or so. As long as they got that, the the, oh, the trio. Playoffs. Oh, New Orleans. Pelicans. <laughs> uh, Championship. Kings. We can move on. Kings. Nah, for where we got the Pelicans at? Because I feel like that's one of the biggest mysteries. Because it, the it's the health, bro. It's the health. Like, I want to say playoffs, but it's like, ah, play in. Like, Zion go play 13 um, games. I'm going to say playoffs, man. It's like we were number one seed. Zion go yeah, hurt. Were, that's, that's the most. I mean, yeah, so y'all were dominant for a long part of the season. It's just, you know what I mean? Bro, January, bro we started out 2023, like, first, second seed. Zion gets hurt. Going like a 15 game losing streak, mm-hmm. shit was cooked. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna say playoff. Uh, I'm gonna go playoff too, though. I do think I, I have the right structure at least. Yeah, so I'll go. Right. I'll go playoff with you, but one injury taking right down below average. Yeah. 
Please, Next up, we got the Kings. I want to like the beam, but I I feel like they overachieved. Like, Here come, overachieved yeah, like, I, they were like, <laughs> I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go play in. Yeah, I, I feel like they overachieved really bad last year. Like, I I don't really care too much for Mike Brown. Like Demond said earlier, they did have a lot of really good luck with injuries. No real yeah, big injuries. injuries. No, no injuries. No, no, everything went right for them, and that's what it's you just, want. But if you can't even get past the first they, round with everything going right, then they they, they like the Bengals of the of the, of the um of the NBA, in my opinion. Like they like you look at their team. Like I mean, they're not horrible. They won fifty games, but it's just everything went their way. It's it's hard to like replicate that. Every yeah. Year. So Deadpool three got pushed back, and Captain America: Brave New World will not take his place again. Okay. Good. Yeah, okay. Um, so we're all agreeing on the plane. Um, next up, we got the Bulls. It's trash. I think we both in on this is either trash. I'm, or done. I'm done with the Bulls. They don't want to rebuild, so Man, I'm they done don't want to rebuild. You feel me? I just like I'm, I'm not. I'm like, trash. Demar, Demar DeRozan old, Vucevic old. They, uh, Kobe White never did anything. Lonzo Ball got no knee. They, they cool being mid, so I'm cool. Putting yeah, them I'm, I'm cool. Put them in the cool trash. Cool being mid. I'm gonna treat you like that. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got the Lakers. Championship. Oh. They they went to the conference finals as like the what the seventh seed eighth seed. That's true. Um, That's the case. You got to put the Heat in the championship. Yeah. I feel like their roster got better. No, nah, I think they. I think they're one of the. Yeah, best that probably should be. A, they I, should think, be a I think they got better out of the yeah, most. Like they they like, they went crazy. They, in they overachieved with the team they had last year, and mm-hmm. then they just got better. Yep. So yeah, they got, I got Jackson Hayes. I'm gonna say championship team. Should be I'm gonna go championship. Jackson Hayes. <laughs> That's my boy, man. Uh, Jackson hey, Hayes. I'm making a Jackson Hayes build when I get home, though. All right. Uh, 76ers. This one's harder than I'm. Um, I don't even know where I want to put them. Like, you, you would think playoff team, but it's like. Where's Harden gonna go? Are they gonna get anything back for Harden? That's what. That's my thing. And then even you might even lose Embiid too. So. Yeah. Embiid is so like, he, you know, he missed a game here and there. Um, mm-hmm. James Harden is on the. He's gonna leave. I don't trust Tyrese. I, I don't. I don't trust. Mm-hmm. I don't trust Terrence Mann and Tyrese Maxey to to win games. But then again, it's like <laughs> they look alike. You know what I'm saying? I, I, keep, I, keep, I, like, I was confusing them crazy for like a solid three months. But it's like you got an MVP candidate and B. It's hard. I, I got to make the playoffs. Yeah, I'll, I'll put them in playoff for now. But one bad thing, even like the return on James Harden. Oh, and they got Tobias Harris. I guess they can do everything. He can shoot, slash, uh, defend. Should have been All Star. Yeah, it should be All Star. Nuggets, Nuggets, championship. championship. They, got they, 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 they did get, they did lose some some big some pieces. Bench, yeah, some bench pieces. They lost Bones Island. Yeah. Yeah, they, 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 they have been they haven't been too fortunate with injuries, and then once they were healthy, they they showed out. Mm-hmm. So um, Trash. I don't know. I, I would say I would say they're uh, championship we contender. Like but one bad thing going wrong for them is mm-hmm. we got three trash teams in a row. I know, right? We got the Blazers next. Actually, I put the Blazers. Blazers for me, I put below average, and that's only because they got a lot going on. Man. Not a lot of structure, but a lot of players. Yeah, they got domin- they got dominating. If, if Scoop, they, they, they look like the Jazz from last year, just a whole mm-hmm. bunch of players. If Scoop like puts up a solid eighteen and like eight, they could push for that playing spot. I, mm-hmm. I truly do. I truly do think they, they got Who's Simons. I think Sharp, Billups. Uh, Chauncey Billups. Oh. That's their problem. I don't think Chauncey Billups is that good. Coach, I was gonna say I, I didn't yeah. know Billups was even their head coach. And Lillard asked team. for him, by the way. Lillard did mm-hmm. ask for mm-hmm. that team. Mm-hmm. So uh, next. Uh, so we put them below average. Right. I do like players from the Pistons, but I don't think they're even below average yet. I, I really don't. I, I say below average. I think K to take a jump. I think K K to take that that All Star. I just don't know if I like. I mean, like I, I, I like Duran. I don't like James Wise. I don't like Marvin Bagley. It's so hard. To that front court is. I feel crazy. like yeah. That front court. It's like 
once it's like if they play three games in a week, James Wiseman might be their best center one game. That's what I'm saying. Front, next, I don't know if I care about that front court. Like I like I like the, I like Thompson. I I like Ivy. I like Cunningham. Uh, I don't know. I, they do got Monty Williams as a coach, though. I think Monty Williams is going to keep. That's what it is structure. for me too. It's like you got a better coach. But they just got him right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They pay him mad when he Yeah, yeah so he got bread. I bag. forgot about that. Yeah. He's getting, he getting like 70 mil. I like Durant a lot. Crazy. Um, I'm going to go below average. I'll go below average. I just don't, don't want to come because they, they are slowly getting there. They just mm-hmm. didn't deal with a crazy injury. All right, so I'm saying Rockets are trash because Skyler's watching. All right, Rockets trash. Spoken fold. No, I, really, I, didn't, I didn't really like the Fred Van Fleet move. Um, Dylan Brooks trying too hard. Really corny now. I mean, like, at first I was like, yeah, Dylan Brooks not that bad. Uh, Niggas annoying now. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> he's doing too much. Um, uh, Grizzlies playing because Jaws missing 25 games. Yeah, that's true. Ah, Grizzlies might playing? be a playing team. You know, I was low on the Grizzlies I, last year, but I'm sick of being low on them at a point. They gonna keep proving my ass wrong or something. I got the Grizzlies making a playoff just because I think, I think they gonna Marcus Smart moving the medium for you. Out of 25 games, I got them winning at least 12 to 13 without Jaws. Yeah, I can see winning. Yeah, and then Jaws comes back and they, uh, I'm gonna yeah. go playoffs. If he come back motivated enough, bro, they might win. Go, f- take the fucking first. Because that, that they, they, he gonna bring a whole new like energy to them. You know, they got Marcus Smart, Jaron Jackson. Yeah, I, I thought last year was Stephen Adams was playing like one of the best centers in the league, like rebounding wise. Like yeah. he was, He's everything up in the air was his. Yeah. He just couldn't shoot free throws. But yeah, you know, uh, just, I, gotta, I gotta make the playoffs. Uh, next up, the Toronto Raptors. Below average. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement on that. Just, I mean, losing Fred Fleet is tough, but it isn't that that big of a deal. It's more or less they're just slowly getting worse. You got Dennis worse. Schroeder, a, a champion. Yeah, they're just slowly getting worse kind of thing. Like, they're not doing nothing. The Jazz together. are probably below The average world champion. Uh, the Jazz. Same thing. Below Interesting, average. below average. They got a lot of players, but trending in the wrong direction right now. Laurie Marketing coming off of um, the battlefield in the summer. Could be a top <laughs> 10. That, really, that picture was really hilarious. He was really in a full army gear. Might be the strongest. Like, why are you 6'8 in Army Gear? <laughs> uh, next up, we got the Milwaukee Bucks. That's a championship. championship. All in agreement, that's a championship team. Oh, my God, another trash team. Hornets are trash. Hornets are trash. trash. I have nothing good I to say about them. we're all on the same wave with uh, Miles Bridges' situation. And plus, Miles, Miles Bridges gets to play after he beat his girlfriend up, but Kai Jones has a mental breakdown and gets cut. Yeah, he cut. Like, <laughs> like, that is bro, insane. He's the best song of the year, bro, and y'all won't cut him. Check yeah, his highlights. Like, they're, they're just dysfunctional, man. Like, you know, LaMelo's kind of an interesting one. Is Terry Rozier still playing there? Yeah, he's still playing. Like, like, what is there. going I on? I thought he was going to get moved. I thought he was going to get moved last year. Terry Rozier's mm-hmm. still playing for you. You took Brandon Miller with the second overall pick. It's weird. Yeah. I was yeah. more on a scoot train. Get, get as many good guards as you can. Brandon Miller out. was an undersized center in high school and or in, in, in college. And now he got to play small forward. <laughs> really? I don't get it. But um, this is the final list. Um, we only got four trash teams. Seems like NBA is heading in the right direction. They like said the Pacers could easily be a playing team. The Blazers could easily be a playing team. Pistons could be a playing team. Raptors are getting gutted soon. Jazz seems like they're going to finally tank. <coughs> Teams in this playoff team slot can turn into contenders with one trade or just one guy elevating. Like the Sixers could easily be a championship contender if they get a good return for Harden or not. We don't know. Uh, Cavs probably moving down at some point. Teams like the Hawks, Wolves, Magic, I don't see them moving. Even the Kings, I don't see them moving out of this spot. Anything can happen, though. This, uh, let's just move to Vegas where they're supposed to be. Knicks are a playoff. <laughs> let's just move to where it's supposed to be. So we got five championship contenders, which is. Seems about right right yeah. now. Well, well, we'll stick with that for now. Yeah. Uh, out of these championship contenders, though, who you guys, who you guys would say win it all? I would say I'm I'm gonna roll with what I said with the MVP pick. I still I still think the Bucks, yeah. but I would say Bucks, Bucks Suns. 
Bucks would be nice. Like I said, like uh, the, the Lakers, like I said, I, I do think the Lakers definitely improved probably the best, and you can't ever count out LeBron or Anthony Davis, but that Suns team, I, I love that trade they did with the Damian Lillard stuff. Like, I, their bench looks good now, and that was the biggest issue they had last year was that bench. They had no role players. Yep. And they went out there and they got some really good role players. As long as, like, KD and Beal and Booker play, mm-hmm. I don't care about nobody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Even Nurkic wasn't a downgrade. Like, mm-hmm. Nurkic Yeah, it wasn't a, fucking, a crazy downgrade. Yeah, say, like, I mean, exactly. Yeah. But it's tough because, like, I would say Lakers or Suns, but unfortunately they're in the Western Conference with the Pelicans, and <laughs> they both got to see us. Like, I don't know why yeah, the we're Suns. we're championship teams. You know what I mean? Like, like, I want Zion to do a 360-win meal after every game against the Suns. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Fuck the Lakers. You know, AD, still my favorite player, but, you know, they want, they want to talk shit on us. Yeah, they want to take Jackson Hayes. It's cool. We got something for them. So, if they wasn't in the West, I would go on to them. But I got, I got to go with the Bucks. I got to go with the Bucks. Uh, I think this was – I don't want to say the NBA scripted. I, I hate saying sports are scripted, but, like, you know what I'm saying? The Bucks is small market. Giannis talking his shit. Bro, I, I, I would leave. I, I would leave if, if, if the team sucked. They're like, yo, yo, chill. Take game. You know what I mean? We'll give you one more <laughs> yeah, championship on the Bucks. And you need to stay. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. keep the small market teams afloat. So that's really why I said uh, like my MVP pick with Giannis. Like, like mm-hmm. he's he's clearly at his wit's end. He and he just came off anymore. a first round loss. I don't even think he want to play up. Like when he played, I don't even think he want to play a game. I think he was like zero three last year. So it's like he played. the only yeah. game they won is when he wasn't playing. So I think he'll come back on Avengers. I got Bucks and Pugs in the finals. I got uh, Pugs is a seven unbiased, but in all seriousness, I got the I got the Bucks winning. Dame winning his first championship. Yeah, probably gonna drop a whole album. Oh, he's gonna be un he's gonna be unfathomable. Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna be at the, the, the corniest of corners. His finger gonna break pointing at his wrist. <laughs> that clock gonna be broke. Like, yo, chill. Hands don't work. Like, yo, damn yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, he gonna drag it, man. <laughs> that album gonna be yo, horrible. Oh, we, we playing all over. Ring me. <laughs> we playing all over. <laughs> like. <laughs> Mark Jasper, he's mixing it up <laughs> from the watch to the finger. That first ring. Respectfully, I'd knock so it out. Respectfully, I'd knock LeBron wife out the park. Mark Jackson is gone. My favorite Mark Jackson thing ever, man. Mark Jackson gonna tweet that. He's gone. That's gonna wrap up the episode, man. Um, you know, we're gonna start incorporating NBA, you know, here and there. It's, it's tougher to talk about NBA because it's like 10 games by the time yeah, we come on here. Oh, no. So, you know, we'll we, we figure something out. Um, NFL season, again, Dame team, you know, probably going to the Super Bowl. Browns meet them AFC Championship game. <laughs> we gonna get Caleb Williams, so it's, it's definitely gonna be some some different times. You it's know, a big, it's a big it's a big week for Miami this week, man. It's a measuring stick game. Yeah, that Eagles game. Yeah, that's score a prediction real quick. Score prediction. Yeah, score prediction. They wearing they wearing them. Uh, score Kelly Green's. Kelly Green's. <laughs> <laughs> we probably we probably gonna be wearing all all white. Like, yeah, all, all white. white with a little patch, a little patch of orange, little patch of backflip. Oh, get locked up. <laughs> But it's gonna be tough, man. Both teams are dealing with a lot of injuries. Darius Slay hasn't practiced. Devontae Smith ain't practiced. Yeah. Lane Johnson, uh, Dolphins, same thing. No, no Connor Williams. No Xavier Howard. No Xavier Howard to be crazy. That means we got no cornerbacks. Cater Kohu. Oh my god. <laughs> Eli Apple and Cam Smith. So over whatever, bro. Yeah. Over the, whatever. I definitely would take the over, uh, especially if if Darius Slay and all them end up missing. Same thing with the Dolphins. Um, I I don't know, man. It's gonna be tough. I got to see if our run game works. We got a top run defense. Yeah, that run, that run team, our run has been like a big part of how our pass works. Yeah. So you know, if two is gonna have to throw it all game, you know what I mean, it might get crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. Uh, Twenty-seven, twenty-four, Dolphins. Um, I guess I'll just throw this in there, Frog, because I'm probably not gonna be on next week. Uh, play the Bills. 
<laughs> Josh Allen, greatest quarterback ever. Um, I think instead of giving y'all a score prediction, I think it'd be impressive if I tell y'all how much we lose by. <laughs> I think we lose by 25 points. I said this the other day, man. This is Bill's last game coaching against the Bills. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. I, no, I think I do think Belichick's going to stay the year. Um, Rob Crabb going to call me his office. He's like, bro, you're the shittiest GM in the league. Yeah. We're not going to let you be GM. You know what I mean? If you want to stay as coach, go ahead. Bill Belichick, Eagle not going to let him. He's going to walk away. So, you know, this is going to be that game. The Patriots is like, we're like 10-point underdogs at home. We're cooked. Um, Mac Jones, probably one of his last games ever in the NFL. But it's cool. You know what I mean? I got I got the Bills beating us 30 to 30 to 13. You think I scored 13? That's nice. I'm done, bro. I, th- I think it's because in the AFC East, you know what I'm saying? We, we might score a touchdown or two. No wrong with that. But Bills will move our ass. But thank you guys for tuning in. Um, Jules, you're in the seat. So you got to do it. You got to close the show. Um, Black Panther, if, if, if you can't finish it, you know, I will. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> tight ass. I'm good. That is not T'Challa. <laughs> not T'Challa. That's Tyler, man. Um, but to close the show, um, this might be my last week for a couple weeks. Uh, <laughs> I got I got a promotion at my job, so it might be uh, my last week for a couple weeks. But I trust both Damian and Demond to hold the uh, fort down. That, that's the Panther. Um, right there. I'm grateful for the opportunity. Uh, I'll be <laughs> back. Hopefully, I'll be back. The Browns are five and two, and you know, uh, and T'Challa still be here. Uh, on the count of three, Wakanda forever. One, two, three. Wakanda forever. <laughs> <laughs> that man's tight as fuck on your head. Take that off. I know you can't breathe. Yeah. All right. Thank y'all for tuning in. Yeah. Oh, shit. Boy, that boy, that shit is rough as fuck. <laughs>